0: is brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club.
1: Tobias in short side now works to the left. He's looking to go deep and now throws over the top. Jenkins is uncovered, complete at the 20, 15, cuts back at the 10, he's at the 5, and he stretches the ball across the pylon for the touchdown.
0: The first football champion of the season will be crowned as Wilcox Hildreth and Hay Springs battle it out for the school's first ever football state title. It's the Hawks and the Falcons coming up next, but first it's the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Foster Field and Carney with Power 99 Sports' Caleb Henry right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids.
2: 47 degrees, a slight breeze, and you could not ask for a better night here in Kearney, Nebraska for the first. NSAA six-man state championship game in more than 20 years. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. A couple of undefeated teams that have made it right here to the D6 state championship game at Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It's Wilcox-Hildreth-Falcons playing the Hay Springs Hawks. Wilhill right here in the Tri-City area. Hay Springs about five hours away making that trip to get that first six-man title under the NSAA since 1998 when it was Milligan over Benedict at Memorial Stadium. A couple of teams that, well... They're a little bit different right now. Benedict part of Cross County, Milligan competing as Exeter Milligan friend and eight man this past year, but here we've got Wilcox, Hildreth, and Hayes Springs, and we are here in the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame. Hogemeyer Hybrids, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. We've got a ton to break down, but we're going to start out by talking to the coaches first with Josh Borm for the Wilcox, Hildreth, Falcons right here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
4: Your care, our inspiration.
2: Welcome into the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame as we get ready for tonight's D6 championship game from Foster Field. Now joined by Wilcox Hildreth, head coach Gabe Eberhart. Coach, congratulations on making it this far, and uh, thanks for giving us a few minutes.
1: You bet. Thank you. It's been a fun season so far. I appreciate it.
2: Well, let's begin with last week with that back-and-forth game at Harvard. Um, everyone knew that that was a big game. People were once they saw the bracket come out, that was a uh, that was one of those that everyone circled. They wanted to get to that date, the semifinal on this side of the bracket. Take us through how you saw that game that you eventually pulled away with for a 13-point win.
1: I think it, and I, I've been saying this all week, I think it goes back to our quarterfinal game against McCool Junction. The, McCool Junction came out and punched us in the mouth, and with three minutes left in the first half, we were down 28 points, and our kids had never been in that spot before and so i they they responded unbelievably in the second half and just kept fighting they didn't flinch and the momentum from that really took into the harvard game because they knew whatever happened in the harvard game they weren't going to be able to bounce back from it so they never got rattled they never flinched and against harvard there was a lot of times where they were they were it was a back and forth game i don't think it ever got toward until the end i don't think it ever got to more than a six point or Seven-point game, but they just kept. Every time we were down, we just kept fighting back, and our our guys were able to pull out victories. So we couldn't be prouder of them.
2: Every time I checked that score when I was at a different game, it seemed like it was it was one-point Harvard lead and one-point Wilcox Hildreth lead. And as you said before, that it was a, a big game against McCool Junction, who came out ready to play in that quarterfinal. Um, looking back through the rest of the playoffs, you put up a hundred in the first round, undefeated through the regular season. How has each game so far? led you up and prepared you for this final
1: well i think in the regular season we played some very solid opponents uh, opponents we had four four or five of the teams that we played in the regular season made the playoffs and so that helped us get ready for the playoffs but when you get to the playoffs it's a whole different game and so the first week against creek valley they they threw a lot of different stuff at us and they kind of got us off keel defensively we were fortunate enough to be able to score a ton but they they really tested our defense and then you could play a team like McCool, which is extremely underrated. I think they're a top four five team without question in the state. And they came into our home field and they were they had no doubt that they could win that football game. We were very fortunate to get out of that game. Then you have to go play a team with the offensive and defensive talent of a Harvard. I mean, it just it just shows so much about our guys and how hard they they wanted this. They knew that this was their ultimate goal is to get to the game in Kearney and Whatever's happened, ups and downs this season, they've been able to get through it and get to this moment. So we're very excited for
2: them. Hildreth has a couple NSAA state runner-ups, including D3 or six-man in 1994. No hardware for Wilcox or the combination Will Hill under the NSAA. I know a lot of coaches throughout the year will always say we're taking it one game at a time, not really looking ahead. But there is only the one game left. What's been the excitement in the school and communities chasing the first ever D6 title and first six-man title under the NSAA in 20 years?
1: Oh, it's very exciting. Our, our, our fans have traveled great this season. Like Harvard, we had a phenomenal crowd for as cold as it was, and they, they got the game uptown at the town square for people to come watch. So, I mean, our fans have been fantastic this season, and you know, for our, for our team, this is, we, we're, we have a one and zero mentality. We want to go one and zero every week. But one of our main goals this year was to make it to Carney, and a lot of teams may not have that goal, just depending on what their situation is. But that was one that we didn't shy away from, and that was our ultimate goal. So we're very fortunate to be in that position. And this week's just about it's kind of enjoying the moment and coming out ready right to play against a very good Hay Springs team.
2: Yeah, speaking of your opponent, they're also undefeated on the year. They haven't really been challenged all year quite the way you have, especially over the last couple of weeks and in these playoffs. What stands out to you about the Hawks?
1: Oh, uh, their defense, without question. I mean, they, they got a lot of things that stand out. There's no, I mean, they're a very solid squad all the way around. They their defense is physical. They fly to the football. They do very very good responsibility football. And obviously, they have a fantastic offense. They're physical up front. They're running backs. They're they're waiting for you to try to tackle them high, so they can run right through you. They're physical guys, and they've they've got a lot of talent. Obviously, Trent Reed, one of the better players in six-man footballs on their squad, but he's he's not the only thing they got. They're they're very sound and solid in every position. So they're going to be a very good challenge for us this week.
2: Win or lose, Coach, it's one final game for your seniors, and they get to do it in a championship game at Foster Field. Five of them were either All-State or All-District last year with the Six-Man Coaches Association. What has this group meant for your program?
1: Oh, it's been amazing. It's, that's probably the best part about it. I mean, obviously our goal, what we wanted to win is we wanted to play for a state title and have a chance to win a state title. But every week that we have continued to win to the playoffs, another week we get to coach these seniors, and they're a phenomenal group. They're a group we're going to miss. They're a group that's bought into everything we wanted them to do. And they've done everything the right way. They, this was not a, this, All the success we're having this season just didn't happen this season. They put a lot of work in throughout the weight room and watching film and our off-season conditioning programs. And it's just happened to show a lot more this season. And a lot of them have matured as football players, but more importantly, they've matured as young men. And we, we couldn't be prouder of them. And we're hoping we can send our seniors out on a high note.
2: Finally, Coach, what is it going to take for the Falcons and your seniors to be raising that D6 championship trophy after the game and going out on that high note?
1: I think just continue to not be phased with what happens in the game. There's going to be some times where they'll, they might have a big play or something doesn't go our way, and that's happened obviously a few times in the playoffs here, and they just haven't been phased by it. They just continue to play. So that's going to be very key. And really blocking on offense, their guys come hard, so we're going to have to hold blocks a little longer and open up a few more holes than we have in the last few weeks. And defensively, we're just going to have to wrap up and drive them and play our responsibilities because they're, they're a very sound offense. They've had one of the better defenses in six-man this year, but their offense is – they can score well as well so it's going to be a great challenge and we're very excited for it
2: that's wilcox hildreth head coach gabe everhart coach again congratulations on making it to foster field and best of luck in this championship game
1: thank you very much appreciate it
5: we'll talk with hay springs head coach josh borm next seed expertise doesn't grow overnight which is why farmers in minden and the surrounding area rely on steve casper your hogemeyer seed representative Depend on Hogemeyer Hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer Seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed. Seed the right seed.
2: getting ready for the D6 championship at Foster Field, now joined by Hay Springs head coach Josh Borm. Coach, thanks so much for uh, giving us a few minutes, and congratulations on making the final.
7: Yeah, thank you. Thanks for uh, for chatting with me real quick. Thanks for covering the game, and uh, we're pretty excited for it.
2: Well, let's step back for a moment. Your, your squad hasn't really been challenged too much outside of an 11-point win over Hyannis. Take us through your season and how you've dominated the playoffs up to this point.
7: Uh, I think the main reason we've had such kind of lopsided scores is our defensive effort. Um, you know, holding Red Cloud to 19 and falling uh, Academy to eight and then Minotaur to zero. That makes those margins a lot, a lot bigger than they would be if those teams were, you know, scoring what they normally do. I think it says a lot about our kids and their preparation for the game, um, being able to hold those explosive offenses to, you know, a touchdown or less.
2: Well, folks, in central Nebraska, in the Kearney area, they may not be familiar with your team. Is almost five hours away from Kearney and Foster Field. Who's played well on both sides of the ball for you this season? And as you said, your defense has played extremely well.
7: Uh, Trent Reed's kind of been a catalyst on both sides of the ball. Uh, he's rushed for over 2,000 yards. Uh, him and A.J. <clears throat> Jenkins are the you know the only two 6,000-yard rushers in six-man history. So if anybody knows who A.J. Jenkins is, they kind of have an idea of who Trent Reed is. Um Bryce Runninghawk's been really good on defense. He's got over 100 tackles and, you know, hits, hits really hard, and it's it's nice to see from him. Um, our defensive line has really been good for us in this run. Uh, that's the peeper, Johnny Toof, and Cade Moore. They've been really getting good pressure on the quarterback and stopping the runs and stuff like that, uh, and that's really what sparked our defense.
2: Yeah, you talk about senior Trent Reed. Uh, if it wasn't for A.J. Jenkins, he would be tops in rushing both for this regular season and then what he's done over his career. What has he meant to your team during this run?
7: Uh, real similar to AJ. I think Trent's a player that can do a lot for us on both sides of the ball. Um, you know, he can obviously run it and throw it and catch it, and he can do anything with it. He's such a good weapon to have on offense, and you know, not really know where you're getting it from, like I said, similar to Jenkins. Um, it's just like I said, he's a senior leader and, and has been playing with me for three years in the six-man game, and, you know, he's basically a second coach out on the field, and that's that's really nice to have. And, you know, it's not something everybody can
2: say. And the six-man game over the past few years has been under the Six-Man Coaches Association, not the NSAA umbrella, but just looking at the NSAA, Hay Springs was 1-9 and nine in the NSAA playoffs coming into this season. What's been the feel around the school and community, not just chasing the first-ever D6 title, but the first NSAA six-man championship in 20 years?
7: Um, yeah, it's been a really good feel around the whole community and even surrounding communities. You know, Sharon's getting involved a little bit. Gordon and Rushville, they're kind of jumping on the bandwagon a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's, it's becoming increasingly obvious that we've never won a football state championship. So people are really buying in. Um, you know, a lot of support at the games. I think when we played military in the semis, it was single digits, but we had a packed house. You know, it was, it was really nice to see, and people are really committed to, to following us. And a lot of people are going to make that trip to Carmi
8: as well.
2: Your opponent, Wilcox Hildreth, also undefeated, also chasing their first championship. What jumps out to you about the Falcons?
7: Uh, obviously, A.J. Jenkins, uh, he's he's kind of what makes them go. But, uh, you know, they don't get to to 11-0 and 0 into Carney with one player. They got really good supporting cast for him and players that can do a lot of damage. Um, so we just, you know, we have to be well disciplined, can't have turnovers, penalties, things that hurt you in games like this and, the team that makes the less mistakes is obviously going to win the game. I think that's the type of game it's going to be.
2: Coach, you have five seniors, so win or lose, this is their final game. We've talked about Trent Reed, but for the other four of them, including Trent, what's been the impact of this class at Hay Springs?
7: Uh, like you, you kind of mentioned it earlier. We haven't. We didn't have a lot of success. You know, as freshmen, you guys were one and seven, um, and then sophomores five and three last year, eight and two, and now eleven and zero. Oh. Um, it's just says a lot about their, their perseverance and their ability to stick with something and have a goal and, and achieve it, and they're obviously the leaders for that. And it gets the other, other classes to jump on board. And, uh, you know, it's just something that they've really bought into, and they're, real, they're really thrilled that they can get to do this together in their last game at, at Kearney.
2: Finally, Coach, what's it going to take for the Hawks to be hoisting the D6 champion trophy following the game at Foster Field?
7: I think the same things that have won us 11 games so far. We're gonna to have to be stout on defense and be able to run the ball on offense. And obviously, that's a that's a tall task for people like A.J. Jenkins on the other, either side of the ball. He's a great offensive and defensive player, as well as you know the the rest of the the Falcons. Uh, but if we can you know limit them on on offense and then move the ball on the ground on on our offense, but I think we'll have a shot to win the game.
2: That's Hayes Springs head coach Josh Borm. Coach again, congratulations on making it to the championship game. Best of luck. Awesome, thank you. We'll have starting lineups next. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit
1: nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle. Whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered.
6: Carney for a free estimate.
2: Continuing along here at Foster Field, and while we talked with the coaches, we had the coin toss. Wilcox Hildreth won. They deferred Hay Springs and Trent Reed. We'll go ahead and start with that ball for the D six title here. Let's give you some starting lineups. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Carney. Beginning with the visitors on the scoreboard, the Wilcox Hildreth Falcons, one hundred sixty pounds senior number thirty, Bryce Tobiasen. 180 pound senior, number 20, A.J. Jenkins. 175 pound senior, number 5, Sidney Gruel. 175 pound senior, number 24, Clayton Nichols. 160 pound senior, number 48, Riley Rittner. And 160 pound sophomore, number 19, Lane Lieb. The Falcons are coached by Gabe Eberhart and 11 and 0 on the season. Now for the home team on the scoreboard, Hayes Springs. 160 pound junior, number 1, Baden Planansky. 140-pound sophomore, number 15, Brody Planansky; 205-pound junior, number 30, Bryce Runninghawk. 190-pound senior, number 33, Trent Reed. 165-pound senior, number 42, Jarrett Piper. 185-pound senior, number 44, Jonathan Toof. And 210-pound senior, number 51, Cade Moore. The Hawks are coached by Josh Borm and 11 0 on the 2018 season. We'll break down both of these teams as well as look at how they got to this D6 final coming up on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame on Power 99.
9: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center.
10: When great service is important to your fuel and oil needs, the only name you need to know is Halls Oil in Wilcox and Wilcox & Campbell. Call Halls today and get your bulk, fuel, and oils delivered where you need it. Halls delivers it all so you can keep your day moving along. Halls Oil is a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hilda Falcons and wants to take this time to wish them the best of luck tonight and say how proud we are of the hard work and dedication this team and staff has put in to get there. Winning is not just about the score, but the hard
5: work you put in on and off the field.
2: Continuing along on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame here from Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Caleb Henry, Trent Akingay, we've got a couple of heavyweights here in six-man for the Nebraska State Championship. And let's go ahead and break down these teams. First, for the visitors, The we'll call them the local team here in the Tri-City area, the Falcons of Wilcox-Hildreth. Trent, what can we expect from Wilcox-Hildreth this 12th game of the year in this first six-man championship since 98?
11: Well, even for six man, they put up a lot of points. So uh, tonight you're going to see um, a high-powered offense, and they're going to run through AJ Jenkins. He's rushed for 2,500 yards and 42 touchdowns on the season. He's also come in and, and thrown for some touchdowns too, and he can catch it out of the backfield. He'll do it all. He's not just a one-trick pony, um, running, passing, throwing. Um, they're going to go through AJ Jenkins. He's he's really one of the. He's probably the best player in six man.
2: He, he, as well as the Falcons, broke a number of records this year for the playoffs. They broke most points in a game. They scored 100 in that same game against Creek Valley. He was most combined points in a game with 156. A.J. Jenkins set, or tied the record for touchdowns in a game by one player at eight in that October 26th game. Then November 9th, he scored nine touchdowns. He's got 123 touchdowns in his career. He's got... Um, Rushing yards in a playoff game, 354. That was also in that November 9th game last week against Harvard. And then rushing yards in a career, 6,408. What can we expect now for the home team on the scoreboard, five hours away here from Kearney America with the Hay Springs Hawks?
11: Well, as impressive as A.J. Jenkins has been, there's a kid right behind him, Trent Reed. He's ran for 2,300 yards on the year, uh, 32 touchdowns. He'll also do it all. Uh, that's a kid. They just run through him. Um, you know, I watched a little bit of film on him. He's he's shifty, runs hard. Uh, he makes plays on defense, too. So um, he's... He's more than capable of ca- catching the ball out of the backfield, or he, he can even toss the ball around too. So um, I've seen him come up make some big hits on defense and in a six-man game where you got a lot of open field. Those open field tackles are really critical.
2: And Trent Reed himself this year,
11: if it wasn't for
2: A.J. Jenkins, everyone would be talking about Trent Reed. Maybe that's why he's what you would call slightly under the radar for someone who's rushed for 2,500 yards this year and 6,000
11: in his career as well. Yeah, that's... I mean, the numbers are just crazy between these two kids. So we've got two two superstars on both of these teams, and it's going to come down to um, who can slow the other one down. You're not going to stop them. It's just you know trying to get them to uh, struggle a little bit if, if you can. But uh, just impressive numbers by both of these kids.
2: Now for Hay Springs going through these playoffs, they have not been challenged. As a matter of fact, as I talked with – Coach Borm in the, that coach's interview. They haven't really been challenged throughout the year. They had a 43 32 victory over Hyannis, but through these playoffs, it was a 65 19 win over Red Cloud, 51 8 over Spalding Academy, and then 38 0 over Minotaur to get them here. For Wilcox Hildreth, little different story. Although they started out with that 100 56 victory over Creek Valley, came out, were behind throughout much of that first half against McCool Junction, ended up getting a twelve point victory, seventy to fifty eight, and then had that heavyweight title, what a number of people were saying should have been the championship game. It happened to be a semifinal with Wilcox, Hildreth, and Harvard. Hay Springs maybe feeling a little bit uh disrespected coming in, knowing that people were looking at that Will Hill Harvard semifinal as a championship game, but as it stood it was back and forth throughout and then falcons come out on top 63 to 50 to get them here but it really it doesn't matter what you did throughout the season doesn't matter how you got here it's a championship game it's one game for all the marbles both teams have a number of seniors that have helped establish these programs and with one game to go it really doesn't matter what you've done through the first 11
11: right it's it's a one game scenario so maybe if you played this game 10 times uh, you know one of the teams is going to win seven or eight but it doesn't matter it's whatever happens tonight um you know, Hayes Springs, they're going to feel a little disrespected, like you said, because uh, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, Harvard and wilcox Hill that being the championship game. So uh, there's a little chip on the shoulder probably coming out for Hayes Springs. Being the Western team, probably feeling like um, they're not getting a lot, uh, Enough love coming into this game.
2: For both of these teams chasing their first ever football state championship, Hay Springs up there, obviously, as we talked with the coach, hasn't been a whole lot of success for Wilcox, Hildreth. Hildreth, as, uh, when it was just Hildreth, has two state runner-ups, including 1994 when they got second in six-man at the time. It was D3. Wilcox, has not uh, got any trophies themselves, but the two combined as Wilcox-Hildreth in the mid-2000s had a couple of state playoff berths, no wins. So coming into this year, as well as the last few years, so we, le- we think about those numbers that A.J. Jenkins put up. They had seasons, his freshman, sophomore, junior seasons, went eight games, seven games, seven games coming in. He played 22 games prior to this season and put up those gaudy numbers. They weren't making the six-man uh, playoffs over the past few years when it was under the six-man coaches association so there's already as they're chasing that first state championship we look at hay springs maybe having a little chip on their shoulder wilcox hildreth this phenomenal run that they've been on really with their first ever playoff success
11: yeah and it's uh there's there's a couple different feelings that you get coming into a playoff game there's the happy to be there there's the um you know the mindset of unfinished business And, you know, wilcox Hilder, this is their first time being here um, as a combined school, you know, even getting in the playoffs, really, and and doing anything. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of feelings of them just being happy to be here, but a lot of excitement trying to finish it off.
2: Well, I know myself, Caleb Henry, and Trent Oggengay, we are excited to get this one underway. So after this break, we'll have the kickoff for the first six-man state championship game in 20 years right here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
10: Are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolt and Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a Pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right product for each yield. Pioneer, science with service. Delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today in Upland, and good luck, Falcons. The Gary Thompson Agency and Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox-Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency.
2: In the arena of high school athletics, radio broadcasts are especially coveted. The elite team for Platte River Preps posts their award-winning content to platteriverpreps.com.
5: These are your stories.
9: Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions. With an office in Kearney, but keeping you covered where you go. At home, in the automobile, and on the farm.
2: Following the Gothenburg high school octet. Brilliant national anthem to get us ready for this D6 final. And you've been listening to the Hogemeyer hybrids pregame. Hogemeyer hybrids contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer hybrid pre hybrid seed dealer. As we said, that was a Hogemeyer hybrids pregame. Trent, we're getting ready to start here. Hey, spring starting with the ball. I know it's, it's going to be Trent Reed. What can we expect from the Hawks as we're getting ready for kickoff here?
11: Just come out, set the tone, uh, you don't want to come out and turn the ball over or, uh, you know, fail to convert and get a first down. So you want to come out, you want to start hot, you want to get Trent Reed going, uh, whether it's through the air or on the ground. Uh, really, if you can get your superstar going this first drive, uh, really set the tone and get yourself feeling good.
2: Just waiting for the officials to uh, let us know we're good to go here. Plenty of music going on in the background. Still got about 40 seconds on the scoreboard if they're going to let that go all the way down. Sydney Gruel is going to be the one kicking this one off for the falcons and they are going to let this one run all the way down here fantastic crowd trent as we look around um i know it's a championship game but looking around you think about the number of fans you see at uh, a number of eight man and six man games foster field right now at unk this is a fantastic crowd not everyone's sitting folks doing like they normally do at a lot of six and eight man games standing along
11: the fence yeah you'll get that when uh you get some smaller schools that haven't had a lot of playoff success. They get here for the first time, and everybody's excited. Everybody wants to go. Um, everybody wants to be a part of it. And we got a great crowd. I mean, uh, the visitor stands are 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 full. You way, know, way
2: to go, Wilcox hildreth representing very well on that far side. And I know there are tons of folks from Hay Springs and that entire area up there near Shatterin down here we're ready to go for the d6 state championship game kind of squibbed over the far side and it's going to be fallen on that far side by trent reed doing a good job to fall on it at about the 34 yard line to get us going
11: yeah fortunate for him just uh right place right time there it was a nice nicely executed squib kick by uh wilcox hildreth there so we'll see how hay springs comes out and you know both teams haven't played a, a team as good as these guys so um Interested to see how they handle the pressure. And as we
2: uh, go through this game, we also need to let you know it's 15 yards for a first down. It's fumbled right away, running over to this near side by Jarrett Piper, who's going to do a good job to get out past that line of scrimmage to the 35, 36 yard line. They pitched it to him. He ran over to the near side and it just came out, but bounced right back up to him on this fantastic field turf.
11: Yeah, they just sent him in motion and pitched the ball to him and. And he, he just bobbled the snap, and he had to pick it up off the ground. Fortunate to get two yards there. Uh, now leaves you second 13.
2: Everyone in tight again. Motion going again to that far side. Going to be pitched back to Trent Reed, who's got some pressure in the backfield. He'll throw this one downfield. Got a man, and he's going to catch it. Down there, that's Bryce Running Hawk, who's going to go in after he breaks one tackle.
11: Two plays into the ballgame. Hayes Springs is on the board with a five points bank touchdown. Wow, Bryce Running Hawk went up and high pointed that football, made a big boy catch, and Reed put it on the money. It looked like Clayton Nichols had a chance to pick the ball off, but uh, the ball just went a little too far, and Bryce Running Hawk was able to score for Hayes Springs. That's just what the doctor ordered for them.
2: And now, with six man, if you kick it, that's your two points. If you run it in, it's one. And now they are going to kick it. This one is blocked, so nothing doing. 941 to go in the first quarter after the five-points bank touchdown by Bryce Running Hawk from 44 yards out on the touchdown reception. It's Hayspring 6. Wilcox Hildreth nothing here on Power 99. Mm-hmm.
10: When you are looking for repairs on auto and farm, the only thing you need to remember is town and country service in Wilcox. We do it all from oil changes to brand new tires. We can diagnose and service all your cars, trucks, farm machinery, and everything in between. We keep you rolling along. So the next time you need auto work or new tires, call town and country service in Wilcox. We are your hometown service with hometown prices and a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hilda football team. Go Falcons
2: following the 5 points bank touchdown quickly 19 seconds into the ball game. So as we we need to let you know a couple of the differences if you've been listening to an 8 man or an 11 man football game throughout the year. 15 yards for a first down, kick it on extra points to get 2, and then it is 10 minute quarters instead of 12. Getting ready to kick this one away for the Hawks is Jacob Roberts. Everyone sitting up close is we're going to see where he puts this one, and it's going to be onside kick over to the near side, and it's touched across the 10 flags. Come, or, uh, the bag comes flying in, it, and I think Hayes Springs is going to have this ball trying to see where they're going to spot it and talk about it over there, but that was a fantastic, yep, they've got the onside kick. They will hang on to the ball after putting six on the board.
11: Yeah, the ball didn't go near far enough, but the kid from Wilcox Hildreth came up and, and made contact with it, so that's a live ball then, and, and Hayes Springs able to... Uh, capitalize early in this game. You know, wilcox elder they've been in some tight games where, um, you know, they've gotten behind. So uh, a good start was really key for them. So they're going to be a little bit behind. Hay Springs has an opportunity to come out, really uh, give themselves a little uh, relief here, uh, build some pressure for Will Hill.
2: Trent Reed standing at the top of an I formation. He'll run right up the middle and get across the 40 Going to bring up a second down in about 11.
11: Just a straight ISO over the B gap there, and he's able to pick up about four yards. That's a just a good momentum builder to get Reed going. He's a physical kid, and he just, uh, you know, fullback laid a good block there, and Reed able to just fall forward for four.
2: Baden Blananski getting everyone up to the line of scrimmage. He'll go under center again with Reed lined up behind him. They'll run Reed to the far side, breaks one tackle in the back, backfield, spins around another one. He'll shed another tackler, and he's in the open field. No one's going to get Trent Reed, who's got a passing touchdown and now runs it in from 39 yards out for the second five points bank touchdown in the first couple minutes of this
11: ballgame. It was just a power play where they they pulled a backside guard, which, you know, in six may not a lot of – uh defenders or blockers but they still pulled him but that didn't matter trent reed broke three tackles in the backfield and then was able to find space and just use his burners to run off you know 39 yards for the touchdown and what a start for hay springs just jumped out you know up 12 nothing with a chance to go up 14 nothing
2: on to kick that extra point they're gonna fake it they throw it back to trent reed who's gonna throw it in the end zone but it's batted away On that far side, 8.57 to go in the first quarter. It's Hay Springs, 12. Wilcox, Hildreth, nothing here on Power 99 and
6: PlatteRiverPreps.com. located in Sutton.
2: Welcome back to Foster Field where right away we are a minute three into this ball game in the Hawks of Hayes Springs already up 12 to nothing. Trent they score on the passing touchdown onside kick and then Trent Reed runs it in from 39 yards out. We knew these teams were going to be able to put up points in a hurry but after a minute three down 12 are the Falcons.
11: Yeah now you got to be you got to be really sound on your hands team because field position is really not a big deal in six men because of the the open field so The first key here is just jumping on a squib kick.
2: And it's going to be onside kicked over to the far side this time, but it'll be picked up and in the hands of Lane Lieb. So now we're going to see our first possession for the Falcons. Trent, what can we expect? We know it's going to be a lot of A.J. Jenkins.
11: Yeah, that's the thing. Just get A.J. Jenkins going. Uh, State record holder for most yards in a career. Uh, Time to get him the ball. They're going to spread the field here and try to give him some space to work. Uh, Just watching film earlier in the week, he's just able to elude guys in the open field.
2: Snap goes into the backfield. Now it is pitch to Jenkins who's, who's going to run around a number of guys. He's up the middle. He stiff arms one guy at the line of scrimmage. Now he's going to cut it back in at the 20, and he'll be brought down at the 14-yard line. Right away, Jenkins trying to make his mark.
11: Yeah, we saw it there is athleticism, just the way he sees the fields. He can, he can see his blocks and set them up, and he's also got the size and the speed and the strength to just weave in and out and, and pick up big chunks of yards like that.
2: It's another snap, and now it's going to be pitched back to Jenkins, who runs through one tackler. Now he's going to be brought down by about four others, but he will get inside that 10-yard line.
11: Yeah, that's a good start for Will Hill. Um, They can't get a first down without scoring. Uh, They started started this set of downs on the 14-yard line, and it's 15 yards to get a first down. So they're looking at about... Uh, the 10-yard line here, they got second 10.
2: Quarterbacking right now is Sidney Gruel. Tobiasen left the game last week against Harvard with an injury. Gruel will throw it over to the near side to Riley Rittner, who's going to follow a couple of blockers. He'll get inside that five-yard line, and they're continuing to march here. Going to be a quick, though,
11: third down and goal. Yeah, just a pass out to the flats, and he caught it and, and brought it back in, and, and that gives you uh, third and nine, and... And not sure here. So you got, is it third and nine? Third,
2: third and four across there.
11: Okay, third and four. Now
2: okay. on, on this field at Foster Field, okay. the uh, the goal line is the ten yard line. So excuse if if there is a couple times where we get some of the yard lines mixed up. The ball is pitched back to A.J. Jenkins on the going to the far side. He's going to wheel over to the near side, throw it into the end zone, and wrapped up right at that goal line. Going to be a five-points-bank touchdown, making the grab. Riley Rittner from four yards
11: out. Yeah, Jenkins just uh, took the pitch and then ran around, kind of had to buy some time, kind of Johnny Manziel-esque, and uh, was running to this near side here and, and found his guy in the end zone, able to just go long enough to find that little window and he's able to squeeze it in there for a touchdown. Uh, good answer by Wilcox Hildreth. Put yourself back in the ball game.
2: We are very quickly going Through this first quarter, the kick is up, and it is good to put eight points on the board for Wilcox-Hildreth. They trail 12-8 here in the D6 championship game on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
0: Pioneer, with you from the word go.
2: See Impact Seed. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay and Trent. We know that uh, these teams can fly really quickly, but really quickly, let's get a look at the field conditions. Tonight's field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. Trent, this is a... uh, it's a field turf, something they haven't played on. What's the difference right now for these athletes?
11: You're a lot faster on field turf. It's, you know, there's no long grass or holes in the field or anything like that. So you feel like you can just blaze down the field. Um, everything's perfect, pristine. The only thing that's different is, you know, when you land on the ground, you're gonna get a burn on your arm or your leg. Hay Springs will take over with that four point lead
2: on their own 19 after the squib kick. We already know that these guys run really, really fast. We've seen Trent Reed take off down the field. We've seen A.J. Jenkins elude a number of guys. Are you just playing faster on field turf?
11: Yeah, you're way faster. Uh, you feel faster. Um, you've got the adrenaline going for being in a state championship game. That also adds to it. You just feel lighter and quicker and faster.
2: Going to be a handoff to the near side. And running right through a number of defenders is Jarrett Pieper getting himself a carry. He'll bring it out past the 25.
11: Yeah, nice run there. Just kind of an iso there off of the uh, the B gap, and he's just able to angle his way out for about five yards, six yards. Good start for Hayes Springs. Getting somebody else involved besides Reed. You know, Reed can do it all. He passes. You know, he's got a passing touchdown. He's got a rushing touchdown. Um, you know, obviously they got to go through him, but they've got to get other guys involved as well.
2: That was Piper, my mistake, and he's standing back there right next to Reed. They'll hand it off to Piper, following Reed over to the near side. He's going to get to the sideline and bumped out of bounds, close to the what is the 35-yard line. He'll pick up the first down.
11: Yeah, nice block there by Reed to just lead Piper up um, along the outside edge there. Just an iso play, and just did enough to move the chains. And now, if you're Hay Springs, maybe you want to take a little bit of clock off. Um, as this game goes along, if you can play it right and you know keep that possession lead as you go into halftime, that will be big.
2: First and fifteen from the 34-yard line. Reed going in motion. They'll hand it off instead, right up the middle, or they will hand it off with Trent Reed going right up the middle, and he's going to run through a number of tacklers. He'll take it down inside the 25 on the other side. Excuse me, that was Running Hawk who was going in motion, but Reed with a big first down pickup.
11: Yeah, they faked the fly sweeps and sent Running Hawk in motion, and then just gave it to reed on the straight dive and he um was kind of stood up and then bounced outside and i thought he was gonna go but um you know the falcons did a nice job of of chasing him down took good pursuit angles able to bring him down around the um close to the red zone there
2: i'll tell you what looking across there running hawk a big boy 205 pounds and he doesn't quite move like it trent reed himself 190 pounds so very big runners for the hawks motion going to the far side With Reed, now they're going to hand it off to Running Hawk coming back to the near side, and he'll run through one tackler, get inside the 20.
11: So they Piper. Yeah, they ran Reed in motion um, out of the backfield to maybe uh, fake that swing pass, and they just gave a belly dive there up the middle. And and Will Hill stayed home nice to uh, keep it to just a four-yard gain there. Um, Good stand here. You know, everybody can move the ball. Between the, between the 15s, between the 20s. It's once you get in that red zone, kind of where we're approaching here, uh, that's where you make your money.
2: Vernon, I guess a little bit more clock, this possession. Now over a minute into their possession. Feels like they've had it forever the way the first couple have gone for everybody. Now going to spread everything out are the Hawks. Falcons moving a couple different guys all over the place. Going to be pitched back this time to Reed, who's going to run right through one defender and get close to that fifteen yard line, third down, and they're going to be about halfway between the sticks,
11: yeah, that's a nice job by Will Hill to keep him in check because he can break open from anywhere on the field and and Reed there kind of got stood up. he's a big kid, he's going to come out of the game for this play actually, so um, we'll see how Hay Springs handles um this third down without Reed on the field.
2: We'll keep an eye on what's going on over there, hopefully. Nothing uh, too shook up. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Third down and seven. Rolling out to the near side. Now just throwing it up into the end zone a little bit too far. Baden Planansky got lit up at the end of that play by Riley Rittner. Fourth down and seven.
11: Yeah, Riley Rittner just laid the wood to Polanski there. And Polanski kind of threw a, a corner route there. Uh, but it was just too long, and you know the receiver wasn't able to run under. It kind of looked like that play last week, Martinez threw um, over to Stanley Morgan where he was able to extend those arms and corral that one in just that time, not able to get there.
2: Ball is going to be snapped again to Plananski, who immediately pitches it to Piper following a number of guys to the far side. They're going to be stopped short. On the tackle by A.J. Jenkins, turnover on downs to get the Falcons the ball right back.
11: Yeah, Jenkins does it all, and he came from the backside there and ran down Jared Piper, and he just you know, kept him short. He was well short, probably three or four yards short, and that's huge now for Wilcox Hildreth. Came back, um, you're down 12-8 to eight here uh, midway through this first quarter. You can come out and put together a good drive here and take the lead.
2: Ball is going to be pitched over to the sneer side with A.J. Jenkins. Eludes one tackler. Now he's going to run to the far side. He'll air it up, downfield a little bit too far, though, for Lane Lieb.
11: Yeah, he had Lieb wide open there and just led him a little too far, probably overthrew him by about five yards. He was standing there in just an open zone there. You know, the thing about Sticks, man, is is your coverages are so difficult because you're focused on um, a guy running – and you're worried about setting the edge of contain, and then also there's somebody um, running out for a pass there. So uh, that time, uh, Hayes Springs caught a break.
2: And now the snap immediately going to be pitched back to Jenkins, who's wrapped up in the backfield. He'll be brought down inside his own 10, flying in there. Cade Moore on the tackle.
11: Yeah, Moore, he's a stocky kid, just came through and just kind of blew A.J. Jenkins up, which is not easy to do. Jenkins, a heck of an athlete back there, but that time had no room to run, lost four yards on the play, and now Will Hill comes out, third and 19, probably going to have to put the ball in the air here in the shadows of their own goal line. Gruel
2: standing back. He'll take the snap, pitch it. Immediately to Jenkins is going to turn it right up the middle of the field. Now he's going to come over to the near side. Stiff arms one. Guy lowers his shoulder. He's not going to get to the sticks, but he does bring it out past the 20.
11: Yeah, got about 10 yards. It gives you some breathing room um, if you decide to punt here. And looks like Jenkins has a slight limp. I mean, he's going to stay in the game, but that's something to keep your eye on going forward here.
2: He did take a helmet on the end of that uh, end of that run to, I think, his right leg, maybe about the knee area. So he's one of the players they definitely need. To stay mobile. Fourth down and six inside their own 25-yard line. Gruel, at quarterback, in shotgun. Jenkins standing just behind him. Pitch to Jenkins, who's now going to take off to the far side and running away from one tackler. Now he's going to turn it upfield. He'll get that first down and be brought down past the 30. Did a good job to continue running away from pressure, even with Piper hot on pursuit.
11: Yeah, took the pitch there to make him eligible to run. And he's also a good passer, too, and that time... Uh, The leg looked fine for Jenkins, able to just scramble his way, just find that little crease, uh, catch one block, and and just lean forward and get that ball about a yard past that first down marker. Nice job by Jenkins, and that's big for the Falcons here to pick up that first down keep the drive going.
2: First and 15 from the 31. They're going to go trips over to the near side. Motion going left to right with Rittner. Instead, they're going to pitch it back to Jenkins, who runs through one arm tackle, runs through another one. He's going to take off downfield. He's past the 40, and he'll be brought down after picking up another first down.
11: He's ran for 2,500 yards this year. You can't arm tackle him. Uh, I know it's hard in space. He's such a good athlete. But you gotta get your, you've you got to get your body into his hips. You've got to wrap up and hang on and, and wait for your buddies to come clean up the play. You've got a gang tackle. And that time Jenkins just slipped out and got those 15 yards for the first down. We'd like
2: to thank the sponsors helping us get high school football playoffs on the air, including all of these championships like Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration, Gruel standing with Jenkins just behind him, and he'll pitch it over to this near side. Jenkins breaks one tackle, makes another guy miss, and he'll be brought down from behind this time in on the tackle. Jonathan Toof.
11: Yeah, Cade Moore came through and kind of blew that play up from the get-go. Jenkins had to uh, step to the side there, elude him. Just, uh, you know, a pitch play to Jenkins where Jenkins is looking to throw, but nobody was open. Didn't have time really to uh, set his feet and go through his progressions there. And so uh, now you got another – well, it's – second seven, so, you know, not the end of the world for Will Hill.
2: Going to load up this near side. They're close to the near hash. Trips to the near side. Motion going left to right with Rittner. Ball pitched back to Jenkins, who gets one block. He's going to turn it upfield. Stiff Arms another guy who's still hanging on to the stiff arm. He'll pick up the first down, brought down inside the 15.
11: It really looks effortless for Jenkins. He just took the pitch again, and, and he's very patient as a runner. It almost looks like a kick return when he's running. He's just waiting for his blocks to set up. He'll set up his blocks, and and then the time that takes, he's running down the field seven, eight, nine yards. And then if he finds a crease, he turns on the burners there. But able to move the sticks. And now we've got um, first and looks like 13 or 14. So um, you have to score here to um, can't get a first down.
2: Big strong kid is Jenkins. Running Hawk had him wrapped up five, six yards short, but he was able to run through that motion coming to the near side. With Jenkins, who takes the pass from Gruel, eludes one tackler, but then nice open field tackle there to only limit that pickup to about three yards. Brody Planansky.
11: Yeah, just nowhere for Jenkins to go after he took that. Plananski did a nice job of of containing him and crown him and, and just – really holding him to just a one or two yard gain you get here in the red zone and and space is really constricted here so it's really key that um, your routes are crisp and your blocking holds up on the edge.
2: Rittner coming again in motion to the near side ball is pitched immediately to Jenkins who runs past one guy stiff arms another one at the 10 and he's going to dive close to that pylon not going to quite get there though third and goal from the two yard line.
11: Yeah about two yards short uh, Jenkins did a nice job of He always breaks a tackle uh, no matter what. You usually don't wrap him up clean on the first try. So he did a good job of uh, breaking a tackle, getting to the edge, got close to the pylon, but going to bring up about a third and three. And I haven't seen if they can go under center or not. That would help them a lot just to be able to get that push.
2: Ball going to be pitched immediately to Jenkins coming to the near side. Now he's going to take off to the far side. He'll throw it into the end zone. It's right through the hands of a wide open Clayton Nichols. 26 seconds to go in the first quarter. Fourth and goal from the three.
11: You know, he had Nichols there, but I also thought that Hayes Springs lost contain, and I thought A.J. Jenkins was going to get to the pylon, but instead uh, pulled up and threw the ball. Maybe has something to do with that ankle or that hit he took earlier. You're not sure, but... um, if they do that again, he's got the pile on if he elects to go for it. Really,
2: had he just put his head down, would have barreled through a couple of different hawks to get into that end zone. But even though it's not quite as cold as it's been in recent weeks, we said it was in the 40s, now it's 45 degrees. Fourth and goal from the three ball pitched back to Jenkins, who's going to dance around one guy. He jumps over everybody, and they're going to see if he hangs on to the ball and he gets in for another five points bank touchdown brought to you by five points bank and carney
11: the better bank did a great job of just taking the pitch and going airborne there to do whatever he could uh, to cross that goal line that's what that's what senior all-staters do they step up in big games and that was a critical play because he just barely got it there um he made the extra effort sacrifice his body going up and over
2: Now to take the lead, and they'll have the extra point up, and it is good. 19 seconds to go in the first quarter. It is Wilcox Hildreth, 16, Hay Springs, 12, here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Internet streaming of high school games on the Platte River Radio Group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Less than twenty seconds ago in the first quarter, and it's already sixteen to twelve here in the D6 Championship at Foster Field on the campus of the University of Nebraska. At Carney, storming back from a twelve-point deficit, are the Falcons to take their first lead of the ball game, sixteen to twelve.
11: Yeah, those conversions. And uh, and two-point conversions in your kicking game, that's really key because, you know, both teams have scored two touchdowns, but Will Cox-Hilder holds the four-point advantage here.
2: Gruel gets his foot into this one again, kind of squibbed over to the far side, going to be grabbed by Brody Plananski, following defenders to the near side. He's going to make a very sharp cut run over to the far side. Flag comes flying in. He'll run out of bounds at about the 35-yard line.
11: Yeah, looks like probably a holding call coming in on Jarrett Piper, uh, just... It could be a block in the back, but I'm pretty sure Piper's a guilty party here. They're going to talk about it and let us know.
2: And we do see standing out on the field ready to get uh, his hands back on the ball. Trent Reed, good to see him back out there. And it looks like, yep, it is going to be a hold against the Hawks to back them up. Instead of starting at midfield, they'll start at about their own 25.
11: Yeah, the way they've been moving the ball, though, not going to hurt them uh, very bad, except you go from first and 15 to first and 25. Uh, You know, that's... um, that's almost a third of the field, so uh, really hayespring Springs got to come out, get Trent Reed going, see if he's healthy. You know, he's, he's taking a couple shots when he's running the ball, so um, we'll see if they can get him going to a, to a place where maybe he doesn't have to take those hard hits. Ten seconds
2: to go in the first quarter. Everyone lined up in tight for the Hawks. Reed all the way back on top of an I formation. Going to hand it off up the middle instead with Piper, who's wrapped up in the backfield. That's going to be our last play of the first quarter. And through one in the D6 football championship here in Kearney, it is Wilcox Hildreth 16, Hay Springs 12, on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
10: The Gary Thompson Agency and Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox-Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency.
2: In the arena of high school athletics, radio broadcasts are especially coveted. The elite team for Platte River Preps posts their award-winning content to platteriverpreps.com. These are your stories. Getting ready for the second quarter here in the class. D6 championship game from Foster Field, the first of seven championship games we'll have. Thanks in part to sponsors like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings, and Sudden 8-man games will get underway beginning Monday. D2, Mullen and Johnson Brock, pregame 10 a.m. kickoff at 10.15. 16-12, to Wilcox Hildreth with the lead. Hay Springs with the ball right now. Ball going to be a play-action pass, running over to the near side, trying to find someone downfield. Is Baden The Ball is underthrown, picked off downfield by A.J. Jenkins. He's past the 40, past the 30, running over to the near side. He's inside the 20. Not a lot of room to go. Going to have to run through defenders inside the 10, and he'll score. On the 44-yard interception, pick six.
11: That's a huge play. The ball from Polanski was just underthrown by about five yards. Um... He, he didn't really set his feet. He just kind of um, cocked back and just launched it as far as he could. But, you know, the ball is about five yards short. Jenkins did a nice job reading that ball and able to weave his way back across the field and, and use his athleticism to get to the pile on. Wasn't sure if he's going to complete the pick six or not. But either way, game changer here makes it a two-score game.
2: And the extra point is up, and it is good. Following another A.J. Jenkins, five points, bank touchdown. 9.43 to go in the second quarter. wilcox are 24. Hay Springs, 12 on Power 99.
12: Buzzes Marine, the home of family boating, is ending the year with you in mind by offering up to $7,000 in rebates on new Taiga boats. That's right, up to $7,000 in rebates are available for you now through December 15th at Buzz's Marine. Taiga boats' innovative technology provides the fun of massive wake wakes and ocean-worthy wake-surf waves, along with unmatched style and more versatility than ever. End your year in style with a new Taiga boat and save a lot of money while you're at it. View the full inventory online at buzzesmarine.com. Or visit in Carney on South Central Avenue.
2: Twenty-four to twelve, Wilcox Hildreth leads Hay Springs in the first six-man championship game since 1998. And for those keeping track at home, AJ Jenkins has a touchdown pass, a tackle forcing a turnover on downs, a touchdown run, and just got a 44-yard interception returned for a touchdown as well. All over the place already in this first half, and we're only 17 seconds into the second quarter, waiting to see Gruel get his foot into this kickoff. Going to be squibbed again over to the near side. It's going to bounce off the hands of Brody Plananski, and he'll just fall on it to get their uh, hands right back on the ball at the 27-yard line.
11: they got to get Reed going here. Uh, down 12 points here early in the second quarter. You don't want to let this thing get away from you. Um, I've been... I've been a part of a state championship game where uh, the game got away from us early. You just make a mistake, and it snowballs, and you're so worried because there's a lot of pressure on you. Um, you know, your whole town traveled from five hours away, and all that pressure just sets in, and, and you, you get a little more mistake prone. So it's it's important that Springs comes out and, and corrects here and gets Reed going and try to get yourself back in the game.
2: Ball is pitched back. Running to the near side is... Jaden Bauer, I believe, was on the – excuse me, Trent Reed getting his hands on the ball going to the far side. He'll be close to the first down, close to midfield, just a little bit short. Second, and we're going to call it two or
11: three. Yeah, that was big for them. Just a simple toss sweep to Reed, and he's able to follow his blockers out to the edge there, pick up those – Thirteen yards, and now you're per- put yourself on schedule here, uh, second two. You want to get Reed going. This is a place maybe where you could send Reed out and get Piper going inside too. So see what they do here on second and short.
2: And the Hawks use as close as you can get to an um, an ace formation for six man ball pitched over to the near side with the only running back Reed, who's going to throw a stiff arm and then be brought down at the thirty-six yard line, pick up the first down.
11: Did a nice job of being patient and just riding that blocker out to the edge there through the C-gap, just to, um, able to pick up that first down, did what he had to do, nice lead block there by Polanski, through the pitch, and then um, turned around and blocked. Because an, an eight-man, six-man, once you throw that pitch, typically you become a, a lead blocker as a quarterback.
2: Now what we've seen so far, Wilcox, Hildreth spread things out. Hay Springs, though, everyone in tight. And clear at the back is Reed. This time we're going to have... A shotgun formation from Plananski, who will pitch it immediately to Piper at the very end of that. He'll pick up three.
11: Yeah, just a pitch there to Piper, and I thought he had a little more room, but Jenkins came through and and stopped that short. He only got two yards on the play. Now you've got second down and long, second 13. So that kind of changes what you're you're play calling a little bit. You might have to throw in a pass here. You can't get scared of the pick six you just threw. You just have to tell your quarterback, Um, When you're dropping back, making your reads, make sure you can get that ball where you think you can.
2: Plananski again in shotgun. He's got Reed just to his right, Piper behind him. Going to be handing off to Piper again, following Reed right up the middle. He'll run through one tackler and be spun down at the 25-yard line by Jenkins.
11: That puts you back on schedule, just um, really riding Piper here um, in the second quarter. Uh, Two straight runs by him, and he's able to get 10 yards uh, we'll call it nine yards. Now he got third and four, much more manageable. You're in four down territory. Obviously, you're not going to punt the ball away. So uh, Reed comes back in the ball game. Probably look to him uh, in these type of situations uh, where you want to convert. You go to your your go-to guy. You know the guy who's rushed for you know over two thousand yards this season.
2: Same formation, except now Piper is to the left of Planansky with Reed standing behind him. Shotgun snap, pitched to the far side to Reed, who's going to dance around a little bit. Now he's going to get to the edge, and he'll pick up a first down, run out of bounds, just shy of that 15-yard line, giving them a chance to get another first
11: down if they get inside the one. Looked like a little miscommunication um, between the quarterback and the rest of the ball club because when he took the snap, he kind of spun around to toss it the one way and then ended up uh, completing that spin and and tossing it out to the to Reed there on the edge. Uh, in junior high, we ran a, a spinner back offense, which kind of involved some of those things. So not sure if that's what that was.
2: Reed on motion to the near side, handing it off to Piper, going right up the middle. He'll pick up three. Yeah,
11: just a simple dive play to Piper there. And they don't want to overuse Trent Reed here. Um, but he, every time he's touched a ball, he's averaging 15 yards of carry, seven touches, 106 yards and a touchdown, uh, about you know, early in the second quarter. So, you know, on his way to having a heck of a game.
2: Breaking the huddle, coming up to the line for the second down and 13. Now going to see Plananski go under center. Iso to the far side, Piper following following Reed. Going to be brought down inside the 10-yard line, third and manageable.
11: Yeah, just trying to use Reed as kind of a decoy there because Wilcox Elder is really keying on him, so... Um, as a linebacker, your eyes are s- kind of stuck. You're trying to follow the ball, but really your first read is where Reed is in that time. Uh, they did a nice job of limiting that game.
2: Reed and Piper on either side of Planansky. Ball is handed off to Reed, who's going to be tackled. Ball comes out. It's going to roll out of bounds, though, at the five-yard line. That could have been disaster for the Hawks in the red zone.
11: Yeah, fortunate bounce there that that ball did go out of bounds, and, and there were no Falcons in the area to swoop that up. And now we've got fourth and close to goal. They can get the first down. It appears to be the two-yard line, so they don't have to score. They've got fourth and six yards to go. Um, Either get it to Reed here and let him do his thing as an All-State playmaker, or you might have to drop back and throw.
2: Last time they were down this far into Falcon territory. did have a turnover on downs. Going to run Polanski under center. Reed by himself at the running back position about six yards deep. Play action pass. Rolling to the far side, Polanski. Trying to find someone in the end zone. And it's going to be thrown, caught on that far side. Trying to see exactly where they say he is. And that's going to be a five-points bank touchdown on that far side. Making the grab for the touchdown, Bryce Running Hawk.
11: I was getting a little worried because Polanski... Was just on a rollout to the right side there, and he had three guys kind of standing in the same spot. And it kind of reminded me um, of a basketball play there where you get down and time's running off the clock, and you always want to get a shot off. And I wasn't sure if he's going to get even an opportunity to throw the ball there because you can't just toss it in there because the, the the chance of a pick six is really high in these type of games. So good job at Polanski to find the open man.
2: Oh for 2 so far on extra points, but they'll put that one through to cut into this lead. Right now it's Wilcox-Hildreth 24, Haysprings 26-19 to go in the first half on
13: prepscom and here on Power 99 synergize from ag explorer international is your all-in-one drip control defomer surfactant and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator synergize is the number one ams replacement on the market over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with synergize contact mid-nebraska chemical today for a dealer in your area to get synergize NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from ag explorer international 308-468-6206
2: Bryce running Hawk with his second touchdown reception of the ball game ends a 24-0 run for Wilcox Hildreth, though the Falcons still lead 24-20 to here over the Hawks, 6-19 to go in the first half. Yeah, now
11: if you're Wilcox Hildreth number one, you've got to field this kick because um, every time Hayes Springs has kicked the ball off, they've onside kicked. So you put your best guys on the front line, not necessarily concerned with a big return here. You're just trying to get the ball.
2: Jacob Roberts for the Hawks has already completed one onside kick. They're going to squib it again over to the near side. Ball has popped up in the air, but it's grabbed by Bryce Tobiasen, who's going to fall down over that ball, and he does a good job there to make that grab on the hands team. Excuse me, not Tobiasen. That was A.J. Jenkins. We've been missing Tobiasen throughout this ball game, who left um, early against Harvard last week. It looks like he's going to be the one out for this one.
11: Yeah, and the thing about these onside kicks on this field turf is it's a lot different than back home for both of these teams because the ground is true and it's flat. It's not going to find a mud hole or, you know, where a guy stomped his cleat and it's going to bounce true.
2: The ball is snapped to Gruel, who's going to throw it back to Reed, and then he'll throw it forward again to Gruel, who picks up about four.
11: Yeah, just a little um, QB1 to RB1 to QB1 there, and, and he's able to pick up about five yards there. Uh Hayes brings in a nice job of staying home on the quarterback there to bring him down for a short game.
2: Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Gruel in shotgun. Jenkins standing behind him. Ball is pitched to Jenkins, who runs around one tackler, following over to the near side, and he'll air this one up downfield. He's got a guy down there, and coming back, making the grab, is Ryan Smith, who does a good job to stay on his feet. Looks like the ball maybe came out late at about the 5-yard line. We're going to see... Where they are, they're blowing it dead to get a good look at it. Hard to see where they are, and it does look like that's going to be a turnover. Hay Springs with the ball on the end of that one. It was a great throw downfield to Ryan Smith, who grabbed it, but then was spun around at the very very end of it. Ball popped out, and they're going to call it a fumble, starting at
11: their own five for the Hawks. I wasn't sure if he had the ball long enough there to... Uh, call it a catch, but uh, the ruling on the field is uh, a catch and a fumble. So Hay Springs catches a huge break there. Uh, 5.38 left in the second quarter, down four. Um, they can really turn this game around here.
2: Ball under center, now going to be pitched over to the sneer side
11: to Reed, and he'll pick up two. Yeah, nice job by Wilcox Hildreth to really bottle him up. He can he can break open from any point, but you know they've been doing a nice job on him. He does have um, he do, he is over 100 yards in this ball game. That's his ninth carry, but you know just the three yards there, which is a win if you're Wilcox Hildreth. If you can if you can keep a guy who's rushed for over 2,000 yards just a two or a three yard gain, you'll take that every time.
2: Now five minutes to go here until halftime. Make sure you stick around for that Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Ball pitched, running to that far side is Trent Reed, who's hit really hard once he gets out to the 11 yard line and brought down.
11: Did a nice job of holding on to that football after he took the pitch, and and Reed got you know just a few yards. Now you've got a third and 12 coming up here, and if you don't convert, you're going to put yourself in a in a tough situation because you're you're in the shadows of your own goal line here where the you know where the fumble occurred. Um, so now it's really important to gain some ground here, third and eight. Trying to figure out where
2: everyone needs to get lined up. Now we'll get a single receiver to the near side. He'll get up on that line of scrimmage, single receiver to the far side as well. Plananski will pitch it back to Reed, who's just going to follow everyone right up the middle. He's got some room on the near side. Good block thrown by Piper, and he's going to spin around the tackle by Jenkins, bring it out past the 20. Flag in the backfield, though. If that flag is against Wilcox, Hildreth will have a first down, Hay Springs, but that was in the area of holding.
11: Yeah, that's almost always holding unless you get a face mask, and that is what they call a holding on Hayes Springs. So that one will come back, and that's a going to be a tough break for Hayes Springs because, you know, in the open field, it's really tough to block guys and, and not try to hold there. So they're going to walk it back and redo the down.
2: What was a third down and eight, where they're going to walk this back half the distance to the goal, still going to be within their own sticks anyway, so about a third, third and 14, third and 15, and the way they barely got past there. Heck of a run, though, by Reed, not just to break tackles, but to break a tackle by A.J. Jenkins.
11: Yeah, maybe a situation here where you put the ball in Reed's hands and give him the run-pass option and just let him make the decision because, you know, they're going to be coming hard at him, so it might open up another, you know, a route on the outside for another guy.
2: Plananski in shotgun. Pitch the ball immediately to Piper, who's following Reed on that far side. Piper going to be run out of bounds out at the 15 yard line. Still going to be short by about four yards.
11: Yeah, so that time just a, a basic ISO play off the edge there, and Piper able to uh, weave his way along that far side, but he just short. Fourth and three here, and you don't. You don't typically punt here in six-man, so you'll probably go for it um, because if they score, you get the ball back. There's just a lot of scoring, so possessions don't quite matter like some of the 11-man games we've done where you don't get hardly any possessions.
2: Still 3.49 to go, taking a long time over on the sideline is Coach Borm, and we're going to get our first... Time out, by, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us specializing in you. 3.49 to go until halftime. It's Wilcox Hildreth 24, Hay Springs 20 on Power 99.
11: For you,
2: looking ahead to next week because we are here on the stations of Platte River Radio where we will have all of the championship games for the NSAa. Right now, we are at the D6 championship. Monday in D2, Mullen and Johnson Brock at 10:15. D1, Creighton and Burwell at 2:45. Then Omaha Burke and Grand Island at 7:15. Then on Tuesday, it's Norfolk Catholic and Centennial in and C2 at 10:15. Aurora Ord at 2.45 and C1. And then B's Omaha Scud and Scotts Bluff, 7.15 to round things out. All seven championship games right here on the stations of Platte River Radio. Every one of those games, Monday and Tuesday, over on ESPN, Tri-Cities, and every game always at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Fourth down and three. Ball snapped, immediately pitched. Back to Reed, who's hit in the backfield. Now he's gonna run through another tackler. He looks like he's bottled up short of the first down where they're at. Gonna to have to come down to where they mark this guy mark him down. I still think he's short. There's gonna be a turnover on downs inside their own twenty.
11: Yeah, I think he's short too, and and that's tough. You're on your own in your own red zone there and you you go for it and you get stopped. I mean, you almost have to go for it though, the way the points are scored in this ball game, so I mean, not the end of the world that you didn't get at Wilcox-Hilder. It does take over with fairly good field position and a chance to gain some some huge momentum here if they can um, score here and get the two-point conversion uh, to put yourself up 12 again.
2: Already inside, the, they're down at the 16-yard line. Fantastic starting position for the Falcons. Ball snapped back. This time to Jenkins at quarterback. He'll pitch it back to Gruel, who the flag comes in. He'll throw it over to Jenkins on the far side, running inside the 10-yard line where he'll be brought down. We'll have to see what this flag is.
11: Yeah, probably in the area of a face mask because there were no blockers around Gruel. um, And, yeah, they do call the face mask. So while they did get the good gain there, uh, gives Wilcox Hildred the automatic first down.
2: we like to thank those... uh, Those sponsors allowing us to get high school football playoffs and all of these championship games on the air, like Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges, and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer, going to be a big backup right now for Wilcox Hildreth, who is out near midfield right now. They're at the 49-yard line getting backed up, and they've got to get down to the two, or one. They have to get down to the one.
11: Yeah, first and forever here. I thought they called it on hay springs but they called it when gruel was trying to um face, uh stiff arm and he, he got some face masks there another yeah first and half the field
2: first and 38 ball pitched back to jenkins now running around uh, trying to get out of pressure he'll throw it forward to gruel who's brought down at that 37 yard line three minutes to go in the first half very different uh way to run this possession right now because you've got to go half the field and you're not able to really pick up any first downs.
11: Yeah, it's crazy to look over at that scoreboard here at Foster Field and see second and 39. That is... Unbelievable. I've never seen that before.
2: Whitecap comes running in. He blows this one dead, trying to see what happens. Looks like we've got some equipment running over to the near side. We're going to have Jarrett Piper coming off. Jonathan Tu replacing him for the Hawks. Get everything reset now and Waiting to see that snap. Gruel will take the snap, pitch it back to Jenkins looking downfield. He will evade Tooth running to that far side. Now he's going to run past everybody. He's inside the 30, inside the 25, brought down just short of the 20. Third
11: down and still about 20 to go. And you wondered there if, if Piper was in there, the starter, instead of, of 2 if he can close out there in the backfield and bring Jenkins down. Because Jenkins was almost brought down in the backfield but escaped pressure and was able to run for about 15 yards, 17 yards up there and make this, uh, I guess, manageable at third and 20.
2: Twins to the near side, Gruel in shotgun. Jenkins behind him, ball pitched back to Jenkins, who's going to be Hit in the backfield, but he'll run through it, he'll run through another tackle in there. He's inside the 10, inside the 5, and he'll dance in for a five-points-bank
11: touchdown from 23 yards out. Unbelievable. You had first and 40. You know, you're at midfield. You had four downs to get down to the goal line, and they did it in three plays. It was all Jenkins with the 19-yard run and the 23-yard run. Uh showing has shown us why uh, he's going to be probably player of the year in six, man. Just a heck of an athlete to just find space, escape pressure, and get to the goal line. Nice job by Wilcox Hildreth.
2: Extra point is up, and it is no good this time. So that'll be the first miss on extra point for the Falcons. With two minutes to go in the half, it's 30-20. to Wilcox Hildreth leading Hay Springs here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Trent was talking about A.J. Jenkins, who now has four touchdowns on the game, being the possible six-man player of the year. But we want to let you know the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on com. brought to you by B&B Carpet, the reigning Athlete of the Month, Gabby Mosier of Central City and Dane Hendricks of Giltner.
11: Yes, he... Uh, on an unrelated note, I see Kansas has finalized a deal to hire Les Miles as their head coach.
2: That's a heck of a hire over there. My dad, a, who played baseball at Kansas, we talked about those rumors earlier today. So that's a good pickup for Kansas, as long as Les Miles knows that they do play on turf. So might not be a good idea to be eating on the sideline as the Mad Hatter is apt to do. Kickoff now coming for the Falcons. Gruel ready to get his foot into this one. And he'll just do an onside kick over here. It's not even going to go five yards. As a matter of fact, it's going to go backwards on where they kicked it. Started out four yards deep, came back only one yard deep, went out of bounds. Great field position upcoming for Hay Springs.
11: Yeah, still a better kick than Caleb Lightborn's kick against Ohio State. But, uh, yeah, that ball kind of rolled backwards after it came to the sideline. But Wilcox Hildreth was heads up there and came to the sideline to make sure that Hayes Springs didn't go pick it up and just run scot-free down the sideline because uh, still a live ball even though it didn't go the necessary yardage.
2: And now where they marked this one off, going to be just outside the 25-yard line, very, very short field for the Hawks getting ready to come out for a possession. Two minutes to go in the half. When we do come out of halftime, Wilcox Hildreth deferred. Hayes Springs took the ball to start it, so the Falcons will get the ball to start the second half.
11: Yeah, so it's important here with two minutes on the clock that Hayes Springs puts a touchdown in because you don't want to go in the half, down two scores, and... Um, kicking the ball at halftime.
2: Klenansky pitches it over to Reed, going to the far side. He's got Running Hawk downfield, who's hit before the ball gets there. He still makes the grab, and he'll be down inside the one-yard line. There was definite defensive pass interference, but Running
11: Hawk said that ball is mine, brought it down, shy of the goal line. Yeah, that's an and-one. He just went up, got it, brought it down. Uh, That's a big boy catch by Bryce Running Hawk there to uh, really put his team in scoring position. Uh, it is pass interference on the defense. So now you've got first and goal from um, the one or the two-yard line.
2: Running Hawk already with two touchdown receptions on the game. You can tell that he is definitely someone they're targeting in the passing game downfield the same way that they're trying to get Piper and Reed going on the ground. First down and goal from the one-yard line are the Hawks. Plananski going up under center. Eye formation behind him. Piper And then it's Reed going in motion to the far side. They'll hand it off with Piper on a fullback dive, who's hit right away. I don't think he's going to get in. He's going to be shy. Good defensive stand on first and goal by the Falcons.
11: Yeah, Rittner came through from his linebacker position and just blew the play up and stopped him short. That's really tough to do um, when you've got as much space and you've only got six players on the field. Nice job by Rittner breaking down and coming through and cleaning that play up.
2: A little bigger body into the game now for the Hawks as we see Cade Moore run out onto the field. He's going to get right up front, what we expect to lead block. plananski under center. Now it's Reed lowering his shoulder to get in there, but he's stuffed short. Sidney Gruel with
11: a great tackle. And the thing is, in six, man, uh, you can't go up and, and run that quarterback sneak because you've got to pitch the ball first, so... Uh, I think Hay Springs wants to talk about it.
2: We're going to get another ENT Physicians of Carney timeout, 55 seconds to go until halftime. Wilcox-Hildra 30, Hay Springs 20 on Power 99.
6: Every day you rise early, sip your coffee, pull on your boots, and go to work. And the team at Pioneer is with you. When you're choosing which product to plant on which part of which field, we're with you. When you're plotting out your planting schedule as winter turns to spring, we're there too. And when you climb into the combine to harvest another bumper crop, there's no question where we are. Pioneer, with you from
14: the word go.
2: See Impact Seed. 55 seconds to go in the half. Now, if Wilcox Hildreth were to get the ball back, obviously they can score quickly, but they will get the ball to start the second half. If you're Hayes Springs, two straight plays running right up. middle, Gone nowhere. Third down and goal from the one. Planansky. Under center, only running back behind him is Reed. Handing it off to Reed, who's going to dance around a little bit further this time instead of running it immediately up the middle. He'll get around the end and put in another five points bank touchdown.
11: Nice job by those linemen up front to get their their tails in the hole so that um, Reed could make he could just follow that alley up in there and he basically uh, went in untouched. He was way past the goal line before he ever got contacted. So good job by Hay Springs. Uh, to come out and 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 convert there on on third and one.
2: One for three on the extra points.
11: Reed gets the kick
2: up, and we'll see what this one is there, and he does get it. So 51 seconds to go in the half. Wilcox Hildreth, 30, and now Hayes Springs coming right back, 28, yeah, right here on Power 99 and com.
14: us specializing in you
2: and as you heard as we went to break there following the five points bank touchdown there was a penalty against hayes spring so they're going to back them up and now kicking the extra point trent reed from his own 21 so this is going to be a 31 yard extra point the kick is drilled what a great kick except it's just a little bit wide so they don't get those two points On, when they come out and retry it, 51 seconds to go in the first half, 30 to 26. Wilcox Hildreth leads here on Power 99.
10: When great service is important to your fuel and oil needs, the only name you need to know is Halls Oil in Wilcox and Wilcox & Campbell. Call Halls today and get your bulk, fuel, and oils delivered where you need it. Halls delivers it all so you can keep your day moving along. Halls Oil is a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hilders Falcons and wants to take this time to wish them the best of luck tonight and say how proud we are of the hard work and dedication this team and staff has put in to get there. Winning is not just about the score, but the hard work you put in on and off the field.
2: Now, that is something that we know every extra point um, helps, hurts. Uh, There was a back-and-forth game last week between Harvard and Wilcox-Hildreth. One-point leads going back and forth. He Springs on this one had the two points, had to replay it, kick went wide, lose the two points. That's definitely something we'll be watching later in the game to see what those two points matter in the final minutes.
11: Yeah, these close games, it's it's turnovers, it's it's, uh, short-yard conversions, and it's two-point conversions in your PATs. Those are really key, and those two points could could be costly for Hay Springs later in the game.
2: Onside kicked over to the far side. There's a pile. I do believe Wilcox Hildreth is still going to have it, though. Hay Springs did pick up their first onside kick early, and they're going to talk about it. Hay Springs does have the ball. That's their second onside kick recovery.
11: It's so tough to field the ball. Wilcox Hildreth has had trouble all night just fielding a clean ball. Typically, Uh, you've got your hands team out there, and they've got pretty good hands, but this ball, the kicker's doing a great job of just putting the right bounce on, and um, the coverage team's running down and and getting in there and scrapping that time, did a nice job to to get that ball back. So uh, you get the two points taken off from the penalty, but you get the ball back with 47 seconds left at midfield.
2: Ball at the 36, ball pitched back now to Reed who runs around one tackler. Now he's got a whole bunch of open space on the far side. He's at the 20, going to lower his shoulder, lower the boom at the 10 and be shoved out of bounds on that far slide line. They've got a chance to take the lead going into halftime.
11: Yeah, that's huge. Now you got 35 seconds, two timeouts left, and you're knocking on the door at not sure where they marked him out of bounds, around the eight-yard line. So you've got, essentially, you've got 35 seconds, you've got two timeouts, you have plenty of time. Um, to run three or four plays here if you're smart about it.
2: Taking plenty of time in the huddle right now. Good job, though, getting out of bounds was Reed on that far side, though of course he'd like to get in. First down and eight. Reed all by himself in that backfield. They'll hand it off to him, running to the near side. Stiff arms one guy, but he's brought down. That's A.J. Jenkins. Flag comes in on the end of it as well.
11: Hard to see what happened there, but Jenkins did a nice job of bringing him down, bottling him up, and the clock will stop. I'm sure they'll talk about the penalty, and then they'll want a timeout because he did stay in bounds.
2: Just where they threw that, it is going to be a face mask against the Falcons. That'll step them off half halfway to the end zone.
11: Yeah, and, uh, that moves you just a few yards, but it also, which really doesn't matter, it gets you another first down. So you've got first down, and, and now the clock shouldn't run until they get the ball set, so we'll that'll save him some time. I 30 seconds left in this half. Going to be
2: first and goal from that three-yard line. Hawks moving quickly to get to that line of scrimmage. Save as much time as they can. Planansky under center. Going to run a play action. He's rolling out to the far side, running out of room, throws it into the end zone. It is caught on that far side, and another touchdown for Bryce Running Hawk.
11: Yeah, Bryce Running Hawk has just been all over the field. Uh, but that's his third touchdown reception of this first half. Nice job by Polanski to roll out because he's not eligible to run. So the defense doesn't have to respect him as a runner. Um, What they're doing, they have to string him out in case he decides to pitch there. But that time, just able to find Running Hawk in the back corner of the end zone. And he's got great hands. Makes a lot of these tough catches. Nice job by Hayes Springs.
2: Extra point following the five points. Big touchdown is up, and it is good. 23 seconds to go until halftime. Make sure you stick around. For that Ravenna Sanitation halftime show, 34-30. Hayes Springs takes the lead over Wilcox Hildreth in the D6 final. You're on Power 99.
9: Why choose a local, independent agent such as Risk and Insurance Solutions? Roger Girl and Bob Crocker represent many different insurance companies so they can compare coverage and price to get you the best possible value. Committed to customers and their community, they are a very proud supporter of all the athletes in and out of the game. Best of luck tonight from Roger Girl and Bob Crocker of Risk and Insurance Solutions. With an office in Kearney, but keeping you covered where you go. At home, in the automobile, and on the farm.
2: It looked like going into halftime, Wilcox Hildreth was going to have the lead. And the ball coming out of halftime, still 23 seconds to go, so things can happen. But that onside kick, the second onside kick recovered by the Hawks, and then Bryce Running Hawk getting his third touchdown reception, that gives them the lead 34-30. to 30.
11: Yeah, if I'm Hay Springs here, I maybe want to kick it deep because you don't want to give Wilcox Hildreth the ball at midfield because uh, chances are they're going to recover the ball here.
2: This one onside kicked, kind of squibbed over the far side, bounces off one guy's hands and into another, and they're able to dive on it at their own 22. This is a very well-done onside kick, deciding which way they're going. Sometimes it's right at about 10 yards deep. That one kicked a little bit harder and off the hands, bouncing very, very well for the Hawks so far through this first half.
11: Yeah, he's just doing a great job of reading the the, the lineup for Wilcox-Hildreth and finding a hole there, and it's, it's he's getting a great bounce off of the football there, and, and that time it was it was tipped two or three times before they finally uh, were able to bring it down um, around the looks like the 22-yard line.
2: Ball pitched back to Jenkins, who's going to run around one guy, and he fumbles the ball running across another one. Now he's going to spin all the way back to the near side, split the tackle. He'll be almost brought down, gets a pass off downfield to Lane Leib, who makes the catch at the 32 before he's brought down. Jenkins ran all over the field. Now we're going to get it blown dead on that far side. But Jenkins fumbled it, picked him up, picked it up himself, ran around. Another guy threw it downfield to Lieb, and that's going to bring it. He burned just enough time to get us into halftime, trying to see what the White Hat is going to decide over there. And it looks like they're going to say there is a timeout on the field. I think they're saying that there should be three seconds left on the clock. I think that's what he's trying to say down there anyway. Yeah,
11: it's hard to see from up here. It looks like they want to put, th- yeah, three seconds back on the clock. They they called a timeout, but, you know, from up here in the booth, hard to see um, clear across the field, and, and they're going to put the time back on the clock. So it gives you a chance for one more play.
2: And this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. One play from the 32-yard line going the distance. So they're going to have to get a big play here but it is six man on any play you can go the distance they've had a number of big plays but right now all kinds of momentum for hay springs as we get ready for this halftime out of the ent physicians of carney timeout three seconds on the clock one final play gruel in shotgun jenkins standing just behind him ball pitched back to jenkins gruel throws a block jenkins going to wheel around going back to that far side breaks one tackle being pursued to the far side he'll throw it up downfield it's going to be intercepted and then brought down on that far side, just throwing it up for grabs. Hail Mary at the end of the half, and that's exactly where we are. Halfway through the first six-man state championship game under the NSAA in 20 years. It's Hay Springs 34, Wilcox Hilder 30. Stick around for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show coming up right here on Power 99.
10: Are you looking for better yield per acre? Well, Doug Bolt and Pioneer offers more than 250 unique hybrids, each containing genetics available only in a Pioneer bag from one of the world's largest, most diverse corn genetic pools. Contact your Pioneer sales representative, Doug Bolt, for the right products for each yield. Pioneer, science with service. Delivering success and better yield per acre. See Doug Bolt today in Upland, and good luck, Falcons. When you are looking for repairs on auto and farm, the only thing you need to remember is town and country service in Wilcox. We do it all from oil changes to brand new tires. We can diagnose and service all your cars, trucks, farm machinery, and everything in between. We keep you rolling along. So the next time you need auto work or new tires, call town and country service in Wilcox. We are your hometown service with hometown prices and a very proud supporter of the Wilcox Hilda football team. Go Falcons. The Gary Thompson Agency and Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox-Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency.
2: In the arena of high school athletics, radio broadcasts are especially coveted. The elite team for Platte River Preps posts their award-winning content to platteriverpreps.com. These are your stories.
5: Fritz's Market is proud to support all of our area athletes. Find the freshest meats delivered daily from Fritz's Meats. Great cuts of steak from T-bones, flat irons, ribeyes to fresh roasts. Fritz's Market features weekly specials that you'll find in the flyer. Save time and money by shopping locally. Fritz's is open daily until 6 and Sundays till noon. Market where customer service is still a top priority. Shop your hometown grocery store in Hildreth today.
13: Do you need transmission repair on your four wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two wheel drive or front wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four wheel drive, two wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions.
6: The only way is TBK.
2: Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show here at Foster Field on the campus of UNK. Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages, 34-30 Hay Springs, leading Wilcox-Hildreth here in the D6 final. Let's take a look at how we got those points. It started out 19 seconds into the ballgame. Bryce Runninghock, with his first touchdown reception, he would get going very early. It was 44 yards out from Trent Reed. Then they would get their onside kick. They do it on every kickoff. They were able to recover the very first one, get the ball back, and then score again on a 39-yard run from Trent Reed, who a minute three into the game was uh, accountable for two touchdowns and a 12-0 lead for the Hawks. But he was going to be the Falcons, striking right back and taking a ton of momentum. A.J. Jenkins, four-yard touchdown pass to Riley Rittner, and then they would force a turnover and downs at the 14. Jenkins Got the tackle on that one. He would score then from a three yards out on a fourth and goal, and then he also had a 44-yard interception touchdown return on the very next offensive play to jump out to a 24-12 to lead just very, very early in that second quarter. Running Hawk would again have another touchdown reception this time from Baden and to ring the score to 24-20. to Wilcox Hildreth would fumble at the five. It was a 40 yard pass through the air, and then it was fumbled at the five yard line. Hay Springs recovered, would have a turnover on downs on the next possession at their own 16. Wilcox Hildreth would then score on a 23 yard touchdown run from A.J. Jenkins. This was one of the oddest offensive possessions I've seen through this entire 2018 season. It was A.J. Jenkins getting inside the 10 yard line, but then because of the penalty, they were out near midfield, and they had to get all the way down to the one-yard line to pick up a first down. It was first down and 38, 39 yards, but they would end up scoring on just three plays to punch it in from A.J. Jenkins, and they would get out to 30 points. Hay Springs would strike back after about a minute on a one-yard Trent Reed touchdown run. They kicked the extra point. It was good, but they got called for a penalty, backed it up, missed it, so they lost out on a couple points there did their same kickoff, recovered the onside kick, and then eventually scored on another running hawk, three-yard touchdown reception from Baden Plananski to get us to that halftime score, 34-30 to here in the D6 final. We've got plenty of stats coming up here from the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
6: located in Sutton.
2: Continuing along with Ravenna Sanitation halftime show. Do want to mention, though, as we continue along here, Medea, uh, one of the assistant coaches from Hay Springs in the hallway. I apologize to the Peeper family around Hay Springs. Number 42, Jarrett Peeper. I've been calling him Piper through the first half. My mistake. We'll get it right the rest of the game. So congratulations to Peeper on making it to this D6 final, getting a number of carries, making an impact as the Hawks lead the Falcons 34 to 30. Trent, we had a whole bunch of stats throughout that game. Looked like an absolute shootout, and well, 34 to 30 is still a shootout here. What do we have for some stats?
11: We'll start with Wilcox Hildreth, passing wise. AJ Jenkins, five for eight, 58 yards, a touchdown, and did throw that interception. Uh, Sydney Gruel was two for two for nine yards. Rushing-wise, A.J. Jenkins, 12 carries for 134 yards and two touchdowns. Also had a pick six. Receiving-wise, Riley Rittner, two, two catches for 10 yards and a touchdown. Sidney Gruel, two catches, nine yards. Ryan Smith, one catch for 36 yards. And Lane Lieb, one catch for 10 yards. Wilcox Hildreth. They put up 201 yards of total offense on 22 plays. And we go over to Hay Springs, who holds a 34 30 lead. It was Braden Polanski, 2 for 4, 11 yards, 2 touchdowns. Trent Reed was 2 for 2, 74 yards, and a touchdown. Rushing wise, Trent Reed, 15 carries, 128 yards, 2 touchdowns. Jarrett Pieper, 12 carries, 60 yards. And receiving wise, Bryce Running Hawk, four catches, eighty-five yards, three touchdowns. Hayes Springs Hawks, they put up two hundred and sixty-two yards of total offense on thirty-three plays.
2: Well, we're going to break down what all of those stats mean, how we got to this halftime, as we already did that wrap up. Thirty-four to thirty, tons of points going up, and it looks like we're going to get tons more when we get to that second half. As the Ravenna Sanitation halftime show continues along here on Power 99.
8: Genetics first, Trade second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the fields this season, getting to you know your hybrid choices inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique turn row incentives, contact your local co-op agronomist today. Tougher Together, Aurora and you.
4: Even
5: after 38 years, we still start early every morning in every Amigos kitchen to make the foods and flavors you love. We're chopping fresh vegetables, mixing Amigos' famous ranch dressing and salsas, slow-cooking pinto beans, steaming the rice, mixing up batches of homemade guacamole, and grilling the marinated chicken. Your made-to-order items start with real people making real food. It's not the easiest way, just the best. At Amigos, where made-from-scratch is our recipe.
10: The Gary Thompson Agency and Hildreth and Wilcox would like to take this time to say how proud they are of the Wilcox-Hildreth football team and wish them the best of luck in the games. The Gary Thompson Agency has you covered from health to your home and everything in between when it comes to ensuring all the things in life you work so hard for. Protect your legacy with the Gary Thompson Agency.
2: In the arena of high school athletics, radio broadcasts are especially coveted. The elite team for Platte River Preps posts their award-winning content to platteriverpreps.com. These are your stories. We're at halftime in Kearney, where Hay Springs leads Wilcox Hildra 34-30. to Also want to let you know, Husker Volleyball has won their fifth straight as they take down 12th-ranked Purdue Boilermakers. They win in four sets in that one. So Husker Volleyball getting a win and getting back on track. Tomorrow, we will have Husker Football on the breeze, ninety-four-five. Michigan State at Nebraska. Pregame six a.m. kickoff at eleven. Then Husker volleyball will look to make it six in a row. First serve at six on twelve thirty. KHAS radio. Also tomorrow earlier in the day on twelve thirty. KHAS radio. Tastings at Dakota Wesleyan College basketball. Women play at two, men at four. And then on ESPN Tri Cities for college football. It's Indiana-Michigan kickoff at three. Cincinnati, Central Florida kickoff at seven. Looking forward to that. Michigan State-Nebraska game, and just try to, you know, that's the last home game of the season for the Huskers, Trent.
11: Yeah, it went really fast. We're here, uh, last game of this D6 season. Now we're at the um, last home game for these Huskers. Uh, interested to see how Nebraska holds up against the number one rated rush defense in the country. I don't think Michigan State's really played a team that's playing as electric as Nebraska is on offense, so They have the threat of Martinez running the ball but he's been extremely efficient um, you know nebraska all of a sudden they're 13th in the nation in total yards of offense per game
2: well as we are here in this d6 final we said hay springs undefeated at 11-0 and coming into it wilcox hildreth undefeated as well coming into this ball game but let's take a look at all of the other finals we have beginning with the d2 final which will be played at 10 15 all of these other finals played at memorial stadium in lincoln It's 12-0 Mullen playing 12-0 Johnson-Brock. And then in D1, it's 12-0 Burwell playing 12-0 Creighton in Class A, which will be the nightcap on Monday. 12-0 Omaha Burke playing 10-2 Grand Island beginning on Tuesday in C2. It's 12-0 Centennial playing 11-1 Norfolk Catholic. We had the Norfolk Catholic Sutton game, and looking at that one, uh, Piper, the real deal. Going across there, Huskers are getting a good one, and that is the C2 final, 10-15 on Tuesday. At 2.45 in the afternoon on Tuesday, it's 12-0 Aurora playing 11-1 Ord, and then in the Class B final, undefeated Scott playing undefeated Scott's Bluff, and as you went through there, there was definitely a theme. 14 teams in the finals across these seven classes, 11 are undefeated, which is what you expect going into it, but just the way they've managed to, one, go through their regular season, get through these playoffs as well. 11 out of 14 undefeated is a heck of a feat right now for these finals.
11: Yeah, and right here in the six-man state championship, it's nice that we got we got the number one seed, Hay Springs, and the number two seed, Wilcox Hildreth. Um, you know, across across the entire seven state championships, we, like you said, we've got a lot of the powerhouses, not a ton of, of upsets uh, as we went through these playoffs.
2: It is... A whole lot of scoring we've gone through this first half, and uh, again, it is a little bit different, this six-man football game. Back under the NSAA umbrella, spent the last about 20 years um, without those NSAA championships. The last NSAA championship was a Milligan victory over Benedict back in 1998. They played for about three years at Memorial Stadium. Teams coming back out onto the field, continuing through this Ravana sanitation Halftime tons of scoring because the field is just so open. It's on that turf field Trent What did you see through that first half that impressed you from these teams?
11: You know just those two guys coming in that we were looking forward to seeing AJ Jenkins uh, The impact he's had in all facets of the game uh, passing the ball uh, Running the ball on the ground, but also um, on defense. He's been all over the field really uh, Cleaning up some of these tackles in the backfield, but he also had the big pick six took advantage of Of the underthrown ball and then on the other side trent green you know he hasn't touched the ball a whole lot but you know in that first half he ran for 128 yards so you know he's on his way to a 250 yard gain in the state championship Uh, that's really impressive by him just the way both of these kids they run so patient and they run but they run very hard too so they'll they'll let their blocks set up and they'll follow them and i just like the way both of these kids play
2: Obviously, a four point lead isn't safe. Wilcox Hildreth will have the ball coming out, but what can you say about the momentum that we've seen shift so much? It was all Hay Springs going up twelve nothing, and then it was Wilcox Hildreth jumping out quickly to that twenty four to twelve lead and then kind of back and forth a little bit. But the last minute to two minutes there was all
11: Hay Springs as they jumped out to that
2: thirty four thirty lead.
11: yeah, they were you know they got down and they took the two points off for the penalty. And it's easy to, to let little things like that get to you in a big game like this. But they didn't panic. They ran their, their onside kick. They've been running all game, able to get the ball back and convert. Just That's a really nice job of a team who's never been here before These kids have never played in a game like this. There's a lot of pressure. They didn't let the little things snowball and let the game get away from them. They climbed back in the game, and now they hold that 34-30 lead. Well, we're going to
2: take one final break, and we will have the last 20 minutes of the first six-man championship since 1998 right here on the stations of Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps and Power 99. 34-30, to it's Hay Springs leading Wilcox Hildreth right here on Power 99.
6: If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, yeah. Freezin Ford in Aurora says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Freezin Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Freezing. Freezin Ford, Aurora.
7: This is Bob from BB Carpet and Donovan.
2: You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Show. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local Yellow Pages. Hay Springs have the ball to start the game. They'll kick off here, but as we know throughout their kickoffs, nothing is safe. What can we expect from Wilcox Hildreth coming out of that halftime?
11: Um, You know, they've got to field the ball first and foremost. You're not worried about... Uh, changing the game with an electric kick return. You're worried about just um, getting your guys in the right spots, and now they're going to put three men up front instead of four because that ball's been bouncing back, you know, past that 10-yard mark and just taking some funny bounces, doing a very nice job uh, of these onside kicks, getting the correct bounces. Just That's really tough to do. He's He's got a good knack for, for those onside kicks.
2: Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockingay, Christopher Langan, Back in the studio taking care of us. And now it's going to be almost a trick-on side kick going to that far side. It'll roll out of bounds, though, past the 40. That time we saw Jacob Rogers go back like he was going to run up for it, and then Bryce running Hawk ran up and kicked it out of bounds near midfield.
11: Yeah, that's the best thing that could have happened for Wilcox Hildreth is just letting the ball go out of bounds. So um, now they can take over, down four points here, start of the second half, and just really keep running through. A.J. Jenkins let him let him throw the ball, let him pass, uh, do whatever he wants. You know, he's, he's a special playmaker back there. Trailing by
2: four and only 34 yards to go to get to that, uh, to get to Pater and take the lead right back. Ten minutes, ten-minute quarter, so 20 minutes to go in this ball game in the D6 final. Gruel in shotgun. He'll pitch it immediately back to Jenkins, who's going to follow. Now he's going to bounce around to the outside, gets it inside the 20 before running through one tackler. He'll get inside the 25. Thought he was going to be tackled on that far side, but as we've said throughout this game, if you try to arm tackle high on Jenkins or Reed or a number of these other backs, they're going to run through it.
11: Yeah, he did a nice job there at getting those extra yards because I thought the same thing you did. He took that pitch, got some nice lead blocks, and I thought he was going to be taken down about five yards shorter than where he landed.
2: Second down and short, ball pitched back again to Jenkins, who's going to pick up one block. He's just following very slowly, very patiently. Now inside the 15-yard line, picks up the first down. They'll have first and goal somewhere in the 12, 13-yard range.
11: Great start by Wilcox Hildreth here to come out on these first two plays and just kind of ram it down the throats of Hay Springs, and and now you're looking at uh, first and 15. They can get the first first down i believe no it would be first and 13 so um no chance for first down here they've got a score to convert
2: trips on the near side ball on that near hash motion going over to that far side now coming back to the near side ball pitched back to jenkins who runs through one arm tackle lowers the shoulder he'll get inside the 10.
11: nice job by him and good job by hay springs bryce running hot came over and, and cleaned the play up there to kind of limit that play to just a just a five yard gain. You know, usually you get five yards, you feel pretty good about it, but um, there it was it was a good job by the Hawks to slow him down.
2: Second and goal again from the seven. Rittner going in motion from right to left. Ball pitched back to Jenkins, who gets one block. Now he's gonna be tripped up, still shy of that five yard line. Nice job there by a number of Hawks to stop Jenkins.
11: Yeah, they tried to spread the field out there, and that's the first time we've seen that. And you know, Hay Springs didn't fall for it. They, they played good assignment-sound football and were able to run through and, and just really limit Jenkins there to just a, a one-yard gain, and that's huge if you're Hay Springs here. Now you got third down and six. So uh, two plays to go here for Wilcox Hildreth to try to get six yards to put it across the goal line.
2: Spreading things out again. One receiver to the far side, two to the near side. Ball pitch back to Jenkins, who's going to wheel around to the near side. Breaks one tackle, just throws it away as he's falling down. On that far side, he got bottled up clear over there as it was Cade Moore. And as we saw between plays, Moore had to run in because Brody Plananski had to come off for an equipment issue. So it was Moore coming on in relief, and he does a good job to bottle up Jenkins.
11: Yeah, that was a great job by him stepping up. He's played a lot um, of football this year, so not like he's a kid that came in and, you know, he was out of place. So that's good that you're able to run a starter back onto the field
2: fourth and goal from the seven ball pitched back to jenkins picks up a block now he's going to try to run it in himself dives towards that end zone and he will get the first points of the second half on a five points bank touchdown from seven yards out
11: boy he did a great job there of of keeping that play alive just you know the simple just a pitch play to him and then they kind of just let him play playground ball and find the open areas and it's really tough as a defender to to Stay on your guys that long, plus keep contain on Jenkins, and that time he's able to just find the pylon.
2: The lead back with the Falcons. Kick is up and it is good. 8 11 to go in the third quarter. Wilcox Hildreth leads 38, Haysprings 34 on power 99.
0: There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports offer more than the joy of competition. Studies show that student-athletes in Nebraska are also likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in other areas of their lives, including academics. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
2: A.J. Jenkins scores from seven yards out on fourth and goal. He also scored late in the first quarter from three yards out on a fourth and goal. So they definitely getting it to their playmaker in Jenkins and they take the lead right back 38-34 to 34 over Hay Springs who's about to get their hands on the ball for the first time in the second half. Gruel all set to kick it off. A lot of Kind of squib kicks. They haven't onside kicked it or kicked it deep, just kind of in that mid range where it is a live ball if they can get a good bounce. This one will be onside kicked over to the near side. It grabbed though. Flag comes in, looks like probably offsides on the kickoff.
11: Yeah, jumped the gun there and they're going to back him up five yards. Even though it would have been really good field position for Hay Springs, but yeah, they make him re kick it there. They blew it dead.
2: In backing up, do you decide to, to change where you kick this ball? I know, really, you can score at any time from anywhere on the field. Do you still kind of squib kick it, or do you kick this one deep?
11: I think you just it really doesn't change much, just being a five-yard penalty, and the fact that field position hasn't really made a difference in this game. So um, you, if you can get a lucky bounce and try to get the ball back, that's what I would try to do here.
2: Gruel now set to kick it. From his own 25-yard line, runs up everyone on side, and they will kick this one deep. It's grabbed at his own 25-yard line by Baden Plananski, running over to the near side, back to the far side, breaks one tackle, back over to the near hash, just kind of dancing around everyone. He's running through one tackler, picks up a great block, out past the 30-yard line before he gets smashed out of bounds on that far side by Sidney Gruel. He just danced within about five yards, stayed on his feet, and then took it out past the 30.
11: Yeah, Sidney Gruel came across there and just laid the wood to plananski and i mean he's fine popped right back up he plananski did a good job of keeping that play alive and they got about to the 30 yard line so a decent field position for hay springs
2: what do we expect from the hawks their first possession of the second half
11: try to get trent green er, yeah trent reed going um you know he's he's had a good game so far but they're going to spread the ball out see if they still give it to him
2: ball going to be pitched Two read, rolling over to this near side. Gets a decent block. He'll get to the edge, dances back in, brings it out past the forty-second down, and we're going to call it four.
11: Yeah, and the ref was thinking about throwing a, a block in the back there, but uh, the kid from Wilcox-Hildreth just kind of fell down. Uh, no flag on the play there. Good game there to get about 10 yards. and yeah, Put yourself on good schedule here. Um, you know, you're only down four. We're approaching um, seven minutes left in this third quarter so time not a factor right now you can take your time and just run the plays and you know try to get down the field stepped
2: out right at midfield second down and five reed going in motion to the far side planansky drops back to pass throws this one over the middle just a little bit too tall actually having a better chance at catching that ball was logan canals for Wilcox hildreth now third down and five
11: yeah running hawk ran a deep crossing route there and just wasn't able to connect a little bit off the mark there, and we we saw in the first half that pick six. So um, if you're Hay Springs here, you've had success running the football. You've got to keep – if you see something, you've got to keep Will Hill honest. But um, I'd go back to my bread and butter here, Trent Reed.
2: And that's exactly what they do. Ball pitch to Reed running over to the far side. couple different flags come in. Only going to pick up about one on the play anyway.
11: Yeah, three flags laying there, so – uh, they were pretty sure of that one. I think it's an illegal block, and they're going to have to bring this one back. Going to put them behind the the eight ball here on third down.
2: Three different officials throwing their flags in there. Going to be a hold against the Hawks. When you've got three different angles on it, that's a pretty for sure penalty.
11: Yeah, that was an easy one to spot, and they got that one right. And they'll, they'll send it back. Now you got third and, and 15, um, kind of a kind of starting over this possession third and 16 here so we've seen both teams on a number of times convert um you know some third and long so that's not an issue here
2: running hawk out wide to that far side planansky in shotgun reed standing beside him planansky rolls back. Now throws it over the top to Running Hawk, who jumps over. His defender ball goes right through his hands. Good defense there from Gruel, but Running Hawk went up and did have a chance to get that ball and pick up a first down.
11: And the way he's been making those 50-50 catches, I thought he had another one there where he went up, high-pointed the football. He he does not let the ball come to him. He goes up, and he goes to the ball. That's exactly what you want to teach your young receivers, and, and Bryce Running Hawk has been doing a nice job all night. Four catches, 85 yards and a touchdown. Fourth down. Three touchdowns.
2: Fourth down and 16 for the Hawks. Plananski in shotgun. He'll pitch the ball back to Reed, rolling to this near side. Acts like he's going to throw it, then he turns it upfield to run and gets a stiff arm. He's got a first down. He's inside the 30, inside the 25, and he'll pick up that first down and a whole lot more. Great job by Reed to pick up the first down on fourth down and forever.
11: He did a great job of of selling the pass, and then once he crossed the line of scrimmage, kind of pump faked again, and he did a really nice job of tight roping that sideline. He didn't have much room for error there, and was able to stay in bounds and and gain about 25 yards to pick up that first down. Got the first down by plenty.
2: First down and 15 from the 24-yard line, keeping that drive alive, are the Hawks. Twins to the far side. Trips to the far side. Blanansky in shotgun, pitching it immediately to Reed, who's going to hand it off coming back to the near side with Running Hawk, who's running around a whole bunch of guys, lowers the boom at the 5, and that's exactly where he'll be wrapped up. Good job staying in there, making the tackle, Clayton Nichols, but Running Hawk coming through with a big rushing play himself and lowered the
11: boom once he got inside the 10. Yeah, they... They ran a reverse, and they gave Running Hawk uh, the run-pass option there. You'll hear that a lot in football. That was an RPO there. He had a guy downfield he was looking at, but decided to tuck it down. Good decision by him to pull it down to get that first down. Now he got first and goal from the five.
2: they hand handed the ball off to Reed, who is brought down in the backfield. Fantastic tackle there, of course, A.J. Jenkins to move him back. Second and goal now from the seven.
11: Boy, A.J. Jenkins has been everywhere on the field that time. Just blew the play up. That's, that's really tough to do when you, um, you're running the ball, you're running around on offense, and you come over on the defensive side of the ball and you take down... Uh, you, The All-State running back, Trent Reed, for a loss. Nice job by A.J. Jenkins there. Reed by himself at the running back
2: position, and he'll run over the far side, runs through a shoestring tackle, gets inside the one. Now going to be a third down and one. The last time they were in here, they eventually did punch it in, but it took a couple different tries trying to get it in from that one-yard line.
11: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, you can't run a quarterback sneak, which has been kind of a cheat code for – uh, teams that we've covered this year, I don't think we saw one team fail on a quarterback sneak on one of these third and shorts. We got third and two here, so uh, you know, last time they were down here, had a tough time. See if they can punch it in.
2: Same formation. Reed the only one as the running back. A little bit of miscommunication. Reed hit in the backfield. He's got a whole lot of room as he bounces around to the outside, and that's another five points bank touchdown. Brought to you by Five Points Bank and Carney the Better Bank.
11: A.J. Jenkins blew that play up um from the outside but there was enough pocket there where you know reed was able to just kind of stay on his feet and then just bounce to the outside and basically walked in the end zone uh good job by hay springs that's a big answer to take a two-point lead here with five minutes left extra point upcoming
2: reed in to kick it Lace is out, ball is up, and it is no good to the near side. Five ten to go in the third quarter. Hay Springs, 40. Wilcox-Hildra, 38 of the D6 final here on Power 99 and com.
0: Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season.
2: The broadcast booth is brought to you by Carney Towing and Repair. We're on the road bringing you the play-by-play, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. About halfway through the third quarter, Hay Springs takes that lead back, 40 to 38, over Wilcox-Hildreth.
11: And now they're going to kick off, and you know they run that outside kick every time important here for Wilcox-Hildreth. To just get possession, not worried about a return, it's hand-seam first.
2: Ball kicked over to the far side, bounces into the hand, off the hands of one of the Wilcox-Hildreth. I think the Hawks have it again. This would be their third onside kick recovery. They're going to have to dig through the pile on that far side over there on that far hash. It was another great onside kick from Roberts. They pull up the pile, and the Falcons do hang on to the ball. So trailing by two points, Wilcox-Hildreth will breathe
11: a sigh of relief on that far side. It's just astonishing how much trouble they're having with these onside kicks. I mean, the ball's going right to him. It's not like uh, the Ponanski's finding a hole. It's bouncing right off of their chest. I know, I know the ball bounces fast and true, and uh, there's a lot of pressure. But, you know, those are fairly simple plays there. And Wilcox Hill, they're just struggling right now. Gruel
2: takes the shotgun snap, pitches it back to Reed, who has to break one tackle right away. Now he'll pitch it back to Gruel, who's going to get wrapped up himself back at the 30-yard line. Loss
11: of about four. Yeah, didn't really gain or lose anything by getting that ball off, but it was a heck of an effort by A.J. Jenkins to just get that ball out of his hands back to Gruel, and, and he'll lose about three yards on the play. And now you're behind the, you're behind schedule here. Second and eighteen. We've seen both teams convert on a lot of these long yardage situations. So.
2: Ball pitched back to Reed, who's now going to run over back to that far side. Gets about to that line of scrimmage, hit in the backfield by running Hawk as he was able to get forward just a little bit. Third down and fifteen. Very off schedule right now are the Falcons.
11: Yeah, and for a kid who's averaging, um, well, they're going to bring him back even further with a holding call. But you know. K-Springs is doing a nice job, just uh, limiting A.J. Jenkins right now. Just 127 yards on 15 carries.
2: Backed up to their own 23-yard line are the Falcons. Remain second down, though, where they've got to get all the way to the 33-yard line of the Hawks. So just a little bit to go right now. Gruel in shotgun. Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Pitches it back to Jenkins. He's going to set the block for Jenkins, who's going to run around one defender. Stiff arms, another guy gets past the 30, out past the 35 yard line. That's a much more manageable third down than what they were even going to have.
11: Yeah, and we saw them in the first half convert on uh, first and 40. So now um, third and 11, looks like, or fourth and 12. Um, it's going to be, so now you're in a manageable situation. You're going to pitch it to Jenkins, and he's going to just um, either tuck it and run or or throw it down the field.
2: How often do we get to say converts on a first and 40? Rittner going on motion over here to the near side. Play action pass. Gruel throws it up downfield. Caught on that far side. Ball pops out at the end. We're going to say incomplete pass. Great job there in coverage on the far side by Trent Reed. Ball bounces out intended for Nichols.
11: Yeah, Reed made a textbook tackle. Um, after that ball was was attempted to be caught, he broke up the play there. Just a perfect form tackle by Trent Reed. And now and uh, now it's fourth down. Okay, they had fourth down on the scoreboard earlier. I thought it was third down as well.
2: Fourth down and 12 from their own 36-yard line. Gruel and shotgun. And crowd coming alive over here on this near side. Four high planes. Pitched back. To Jenkins who runs through one tackler now he's going to juke across another one gonna just run it upfield himself gets a great block I think he's still gonna be short though turnover on downs Jenkins does a great job to cross midfield but it's just not enough
11: first and 10 for the Hawks from their own 36 that's a momentum changer because you only get so many possessions in a game and now 3:30 on the clock time is becoming a factor uh Hayes springs up Forty to thirty-eight right now, and their crowd is coming alive. They're gonna, they're gonna become a factor. It's, it, you know, we're getting into that pressure time where it starts to weigh on your mind. You know, you're playing for a state championship, and all these little things start to matter. You can't get too down on yourself, and you gotta try to ride the highs of the momentum's here. Um, Hay Springs really needs to come out and convert.
2: The Hawks with the ball and a two-point lead at their own thirty-six-yard line. Blananski moving a number of different guys around at the line of scrimmage. He's going to be brought down quickly for a sack in the backfield. A.J. Jenkins flew off the near side, and there's only so much time you have to do a drop back pass. Loss of 5-6 on the play. Jenkins flying in from the D.N. spot.
11: Yeah, he looked like Jadavian Clowney there just came. He was a free runner and just came and and chased him down. Planansky was trying to drop back, but uh, Jenkins did a nice job to bring him down. A uh, six-yard loss on the play, and now Hay Springs is um, behind schedule here.
2: Trent Reed comes over. Looks like they're having an issue with his chin strap, so we're going to get an ENT Physicians of Kearney timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 2.54 to go in the third quarter. Hayes Springs leads Wilcox Hildreth 40-38 to 38 here on Power 99.
4: Your care, our inspiration.
2: Out of the ENT, Physicians of Kearney timeout. Incomplete pass over to the near side. Now going to be a third down and, well, I was about to say uh, 16, but just because I, I forgot for a second it's 15 yards to go. Third down and 21 for the Hawks.
11: Yeah, so now Hayes Springs coming out. You can't turn the ball over and give Wilcox-Hilder the opportunity at a pick six. It's really key here. Uh, You just run something simple, try to punt and flip the field. Plananski pitches it
2: back to Reed, running to the far side, wrapped up in the backfield, but he'll break that tackle. Now he's out past midfield, dragging tacklers forward. It's going to be a much more manageable fourth down as he gets really close to the 30
11: on the far side. What a beast. He's just running through tackles like they're not even there, and and that time able to pick up almost 17, 18 yards to make... Four, third and 21 turn into fourth and short.
2: Hawks quickly to the line. They're going to pitch it back to Reed again who stiff arms one guy and he's going to run about past looks like on that far side as he was running the ball came out and either way where that ball is that's shy of the 30 that they have to get to and it's going to
11: be Wilcox Hildreth ball, first and ten
2: from their own thirty-one.
11: Yeah, they didn't convert there. So back to back turnover on downs for both teams, and now the defenses are starting to come alive as a ball carrier wears down as the game goes along. Um, you know, he can't make those um, those electric plays that maybe in the first quarter he broke those open. Now. Um, starting to wear down because both guys are playing both sides of the ball, so uh, fatigue may become a factor here.
2: Gruel in the shotgun, Jenkins behind him. A little bit of miscommunication. Gruel now going to roll to the near side. He'll throw it back to Jenkins on the far side. A little bit of room. He'll take it out past the 35-yard line, dancing back in. He's past the 40. He'll pick up the first down on the far side, brought down inside the 35 of the Hawks.
11: I'll, I'll say one thing. All these yards that Wilcox-Hildreth is gaining, they are working for it. I mean, Gruel just got that ball out of his hands to A.J. Jenkins, and then Jenkins had to work really hard to get those 15 yards. Uh, You know, sometimes when teams are racking up yards, it looks easy and effortless, but here they've really got to work for it. First
2: and 15 from the 33-yard line. They had the turnover and downs on their last possession at the 36, so nothing hurt as they forced a turnover and downs themselves gruel in the shotgun now it's pitched and it's run over now going to be passed back to gruel turning it upfield himself he'll get it inside the 30 yard line
11: just basically a triple option there where um took the snap pitched it back and then uh, and then gruel made the read there he had the opportunity to give it and then once he pulled and kept it he had a basically a slot option there on this near side and uh, just tucked it down and and able to get about six yards on the play.
2: Already under a, coming up on a minute to go here in this third quarter, two-point lead for Hayes Springs. Wilcox Hildreth with the ball inside the 30, second down and nine. Ball pitched back to Reed, just going to follow blockers to the near side. He's wrapped up hard. That's going to be a loss of two on the play.
11: Jonathan Toof with the big stick. Yeah, nice job by Toof to just come in and blow that play up. And, and now if you're Wilcox Hildreth, you've got third and long. And, you know, both teams back-to-back have turned the ball over on downs, so uh, defenses are playing well. Looks like we got a new body coming in for Wilcox Hildreth. Hard to see who it was, but, you know, maybe bring somebody in fresh, probably looking to pass the ball here.
2: Third down and 12, obviously four-down territory. Neither of these teams has punted through the first almost three quarters. Pitched back to Jenkins, who's going to get wrapped up after only gaining about one yard. Again, Toof in there as well. As looks like it was more in that backfield. Tooth and Moore have been in that backfield so many times they're almost Jenkins and and gruel uh,
11: themselves. Yeah, Jenkins has has, to, has had to work. Um, extremely hard in that backfield, just running around, staying alive, kind of running for his life, so maybe starting to show some signs of fatigue.
2: The teams exchanged touchdowns in the third quarter, and we've got 10 minutes to go in the D6 championship game here from Foster Field. It's 40 for Hay Springs, 38
5: Wilcox-Hildreth, one quarter to go here on Power 99 in PlatteRiverPreps.com.
2: Oh, as we hear in the background... Oh, just let it play. Crowds coming to life as we get ready for one quarter to go. Hay Springs with a two-point lead. wilcox Hildreth with the ball. Fourth and 11 from the 29-yard line. Ball going to be pitched all over the place. Jenkins ends up with it. Rolling to the near side. Throws it up downfield. Through the hands of one guy and making the catch. Running it in. It's the old tip drill. Clayton Nichols gets the touchdown on fourth down and 11 from the 29.
11: Right place, right time. Clayton Nichols Oh, that's why you don't give up on a play. Uh, Jenkins threw the ball out there, and it was tipped, and, and it just fell into Nichols' hands. Nobody was around him. Looks like somebody's down after this play for Wilcox Hildreth.
2: This injury report brought to you by excuse me. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back to the game of life with a location near you. We're going to step away for thirty seconds here on Power ninety nine. Looked like it was Sidney Gruel who got a little bit shook up on the end of that play. It was a five points bank touchdown pass from Jenkins to Clayton Nichols. As you said, Trent, just right place, right time. It was tipped and through the hands and right to him. Only 10 seconds into this fourth quarter, Wilcox Hildreth takes the lead right back. Extra point upcoming. Every point matters now going the rest of the way.
11: Yeah, these are huge because. Um, Wilcox-Hildreth only up four. If they can make this kick, they can they can turn it into a touchdown game, six points.
2: Waiting on this extra point. It is kicked and blocked. Nowhere to go on that one. Nine fifty to go in the ball game. Wilcox-Hildreth forty-four. Hay Springs forty. Here on Power ninety-nine. <laughs> Before we get to this kickoff, Trent, we were talking uh had the ball been caught and I didn't get a chance to see which falcon that it went through his hands. Had he caught the ball, he actually would have been short of the stick, so more than right place, right time. Just everything fortuitous happening for the Falcons on that last play.
11: Yeah, sometimes if sometimes things go wrong, but you can't hang your head. You got to keep going and the, and that's a perfect example. Um, right there. Uh, The ball was tipped. Looked like you you dropped it. And, uh, you know, you were going to turn the ball over on downs. But there was Clayton Nichols. Stepped up, made a big play, ran in untouched for the touchdown. Now they got a four-point lead.
2: Kickoff now coming from the Falcons. It'll be kicked high and deep over to the far side. Plananski catches it at his own 15-yard line, following blockers over to the near side. Now he's going to dance around over to the far side, be wrapped up right in the middle of the field ball came out at the end of it falcons are jumping up and trying to see which way they point coming out of this and it is going to be wilcox hildreth ball on the 37
11: yard line wow that is a huge momentum shift in a championship game up four nine minutes left and you turn the ball over on the kickoff return we've seen a number of times where an onside kick um you know caused a turnover at that time just a strip Got it out of Planansky's hands, and now Wilcox Hildreth um, has a chance to capitalize to get some momentum.
2: On the first play, Gruel will pitch it off to Jenkins. Runs through one tackler. Now he's going to reverse field going over to the far side, but he's wrapped up in that backfield by the one who who uh, who gave it up on the kickoff, Baden Planansky second down and 15.
11: Yeah, nice job by him to bounce back and clean up that play. they just really doing a good job of containing Jenkins right down. We haven't seen Jenkins throw in a while, so maybe find a spot for him to um, he's been looking to throw there's been nothing down the field so he has he's had to run do it all
2: second down and 15 trips to the near side ball on the near hash motion going with rittner to the far side he'll throw a block as they pitch it back to jenkins he dances through one tackler but can't get through another one third down and about 14 defense very much coming alive for hay springs trailing by four o'clock ticking Eight fifty to go in the ball game
11: yeah just some numbers to run through here on these last few carries for Jenkins, 5, 1, 6, 3, 10, minus 2, two 1, and 1. Hayespring's doing a great job on Jenkins.
2: And looks like down there, we've got a player shook up a little bit for the Hawks. Looks like it's Cade Moore. He'll run over to the sideline, though. Uh, they'll get him taken care of. Third down and 14 for the Falcons. Twins to the near side, single receiver to the far side. Gruel in shotgun. Jenkins standing just behind him to his right. Ball pitched back to Jenkins, looking to pass. Now he's going to reverse field over here to the near side. He's got some room to run. Picks up a block downfield. He's going to lower his shoulder at the
11: 20 and dive forward. Still going to be short, but now it's going to be a fourth down in about three. Yeah, manageable there. Jenkins is working his tail off to, to gain yards. That time took the pitch and was looking to pass on that far side. Nowhere, nowhere to go with the ball, so he had to run clear across the field. And then at the end of the play, had to leap and dive forward just to get Uh, you know 12 yards on the play
2: we talk a lot about running backs falling forward throughout all levels all sizes six man eight man 11 man college football professional football jenkins just dives forward he doesn't worry about falling forward he dives forward another fourth down fourth and three from the 16 yard line ball pitched back to jenkins looking to pass now he's going to turn it upfield himself he's dropped short ball pops out at the very end of it though i think hay springs is going to have it and they're going to get the ball on another turnover here, whether it's a turnover on downs or the fumble, and they will get a first down and 10 from their own 13-yard line.
11: This Hay Springs crowd is fired up. Everybody's on their feet down here right in front of us, and the players are jumping up and down. Um, We're Seven minutes left in the state championship game, and they come up with a big stop on fourth down. Now if you're Hay Springs, you've got to capitalize on that turnover. Uh, that's what you got to do in these big games. It's it's capitalizing on turnovers, forcing turnovers, and uh, converting on um, third and fourth downs. So see if they come out here, get Trent, Trent Reed going a little bit.
2: First and 15 from their own 14. Plananski in the shotgun. He'll pitch it back. Over to this near side, now looking to pass. Now just going to take it up and run upfield himself his Reed. He'll dive out past the 20.
11: Yeah, nice job by him to tuck it and run. And maybe he was a little shook up on the play. He gets up, he's okay, I think. He's going to stay in the game.
2: He is walking a little bit gingerly right now, bent over, hands on his knees, we're gonna see if he's good to go right now, official asks him, and right now Reed is. Yeah, he's gonna go ahead and limp over to this near side. This injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. If Reed can't go the rest of the way, that definitely hurts this Hay Springs team. Obviously, he's not all that they have, but he is definitely their workhorse. Second down and seven. Blananski in the shotgun. And we're gonna get a flag coming in before they could even get going.
11: Yeah, it looks like somebody got a little excited to get going there on the snap count, and I think it's going to be a false start. I thought I saw the left guard jump early there.
2: Getting the call from the white cap, and it's actually going to be a delay of game as it took a long time for Reed to get over to this near side. Looks like he's getting that hamstring, right leg kind of worked out by the trainer over here. They definitely need him back in the game. With him out, it's Peeper lined up at the featured back, and Running Hawk lined up just to the right of Plananski on a number of these plays. That's exactly what they're going to come out with right now, except for Running Hawk on the far side, left side of Plananski. Ball pitch back to Peeper, following all of his blockers to that far side. He'll bring it past the 30 before being brought
11: down, third down, and just between the sticks. Yeah, Peeper did a nice job of just following his blocker out there to the edge on a simple toss play there. And now you've got third and looks to be about six or seven. So very manageable here with six and a half minutes left in this ball game. Uh, definite four-down territory.
2: And now we see Reed go ahead and run back onto the field. Well done there by Peeper to make it a more manageable third down. Reed back in as the featured back, standing behind Planansky. Now going to spread things out are the Hawks. Trips over here to the near side. Ball pitched back to Reed looking to pass downfield, just airs this one up. Coming back for the ball is Running Hawk, but it bounces out of his hands. It was well underthrown. Running Hawk did a great job coming back to it. He would have been down at about the 29, 28-yard line, but it just bounces off of his hands twice and on the ground.
11: Yeah, it was underthrown, but it played kind of like a back-shoulder fade. Um, It played to their advantage, actually, and we've seen Running Hawk make some of those difficult plays that time. Just not able to corral it in. It was a fastball from Reed out there and and bounce off the shoulder pads. And now we've got fourth and seven here. This is really critical.
2: Don't want to give up the ball on your own side. Only so many possessions left. Pitched back to Reed. He's looking to pass downfield. Now he's going to take off to the far side. He's got room to pick up that first down at least, and he'll do that. Brought down shy of the 35-yard line. Only had to get out to about the 28. Moving the sticks, Trent Reed.
11: Yeah, good thing. Good sign there if you're a hawk fan, because Reed looked pretty healthy on that play, able to um, able to pick up that first down on a 10-yard gain, kept the drive alive, uh, down four with six minutes left.
2: First down and 15 from their own 35-yard line are the Hawks. Again, going trips to the near side. Plananski and shotgun. Reed standing behind him. Ball pitch back to Reed. Now he's looking
11: downfield. Throws
2: this one up well over his intended receiver of Brody Plananski
11: to that far side. Yeah, just overthrew him. And it looked like Will Hill maybe had a chance at that uh, lane lead uh, if he would have just taken a, a different trajectory there a different angle could have had an opportunity for a pick but you know that ball was well overthrown so um really no chance for anybody to get that one
2: second and 15 everyone in tighter this time plananski with peeper just to his right reed standing behind him ball pitched back to reed following blockers to the near side he'll try to get over to the sideline and he'll be caught short of midfield we haven't had the chain gang have to come out at all but if we would throughout the rest of this game they'd be coming out just like Carney towing and repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road no matter where they'll get you
11: home yeah nice job by Reed there to you know pick up those five yards now you got third down and ten very manageable for this Hay Springs Hawk team if you're Wilcox hildreth you're keying on on Reed and you're just making sure that when he takes that pitch that you're staying home on those. They've been running a lot of crossing routes, trying to rub the defenders off of their of their players.
2: Right at midfield, have to just get across the 30. All kinds of movement at the line of scrimmage, trying to get a trying to make it a more manageable third down with some hard count. Had a couple offensive guys go as well, and what they're going to call there is, yep, that's going to go against Hay Springs, back them up to a third and
11: 15. Yeah, it looked like the guard. And the defensive tackle kind of jumped at the same time, and anytime that happens, they're going to call a, a false start. So brings you back to third and fifteen. Uh, you got two downs here to uh, go f- the full length of the chains here for uh, fifteen yards. With uh, we're under five minutes now in this game.
2: Hey, Spring still trailing by four, 44 to forty. Ball pitched back. Two Reed, rolling to the sneer side. Now he's going to spin around one guy. He'll just pitch it back. Very dangerous pitch. And it's caught by Plananski. Ball stripped out at the at the end. And it looks like A.J. Jenkins jumping on the ball. you got another turnover. Disaster striking for Hayes Springs. Wilcox, Hildreth, all kinds of momentum. Four and a half to go in the ball game. Four-point lead and the ball.
11: That was a huge mistake by Hayes Springs. A couple things there. You know, Reed took the chance. He gambled through to Plananski. Polanski's a smaller player, and he caught it, and and Jenkins was the guy who was covering him, and he was able to just uh, just a textbook strip there. That's a championship play from Jenkins. Four and a half
2: to go in the ballgame, and they will hand it off to Jenkins running right up the middle, who's hit immediately by running Hawk. He'll pick up nothing on the play.
11: Yeah, they've been a, doing a great job on Jenkins, just uh, bottling him up. They're keying on him and, and gambling on some of these other Falcons to hurt him through the air or on you know on the ground but Jenkins just has really nowhere to go they've they've done a nice job on him second down and 15
2: if nothing else just running in the middle of the field you're running off clock as well four point lead though not safe definitely if you're a Falcons fan want to get it to two scores written coming in motion ball pitched back to Reed looking to pass he'll throw it it's intercepted at midfield ball picked off there and then tackled Brody Planansky. That's going right back the other way, so nothing hurt from the uh, fumble on your own side of the 40 by the Hawks. They're definitely in business with the ball under four to go, but that's definitely a miscue there from
11: the Falcons. Yeah, Baden-Plananski, he turned the ball over on that last possession, and Brody comes through and just jumps the route. You know, Jenkins really locked on that slant route, and Plananski... uh, jumped the route, and gave Hay Springs new life.
2: Three fifty-two to go in the ball game. Ball pitched back to Reed. He's brought down in the backfield himself, getting in on the tackle. Riley Rittner.
11: Yeah, nowhere for him to go. Nice job by Rittner. Rittner's a big, stocky kid, and he's just able to fly through that offensive line for Hay Springs and bring him down. Now, second and long for Hay Springs with three and a half minutes to go. They have two timeouts, so you know time. This is probably. Pretty close to being their last possession.
2: Only so many of those left. Ball pitch back to Reed now, looking downfield, looking downfield. Now he's going to wheel around, run over to that far side. He's got all kinds of room, but he's going to decide to throw it to the far side he had room on that incomplete pass he could have picked up at least 10 yards instead decided to throw it to peeper on that far side just a little bit too strong
11: yeah his receivers have to do a better job of flowing back to where the quarterback is because that was a really far throw clear across the field he did have room to maybe tuck it and run but you know peeper if he just come drag back across the middle of there that's just an easy pith- pitch and catch
2: Third down and 17 to go for the Hawks, moving folks all over the place. Now twins to the far side. And we're going to get some motion over there as everyone was trying to get set. That's going to move them back even more. They were trying to get set on the far side. Looked like it was the inside receiver. Moved his leg. And then obviously didn't get set in time for them to snap the ball.
11: Third and 17 becomes third and 22. Yeah, you can't have any movement as his leg was. He was trying to get set there. And they almost let it go. But, you know, last second, throw that flag. And it backs him up five more yards. And now you've got third and 22. And this is really it's really do or die here Uh, you got two downs to get 22 yards important that you convert shotgun
2: plananski with peeper standing just to his right ball pitched back to reed who's going to follow peeper over to this near side he's hit in the backfield but he will turn it up get short of the well he'll get just past the 35 out to the 36 yard line fourth down Three minutes to go in the ballgame, clock ticking, possibly the last play for the Hawks with the ball.
11: Nice job by Gruel and Jenkins to come over and clean Reed up there. Just bottled him up for only five yards, just a simple, uh, you know, they toss it to him about every play here, Uh, pretty simple stuff, and then he's got the run pass option. So now you're going to give the ball to Reed and, and probably let him throw the ball down the field.
2: Watching Bryce Running Hawk, who had a number of catches in the first half, Reed points downfield, just throws this one up. It's intercepted at the 40. Now past the 30, inside the 20, and just running out of bounds on this near side is Lance Lieb, and we're going to get a hit out of bounds on the end of it. So he got it down inside the 20, and they're going to walk off about half the distance to the goal as well.
11: That's clutch there to come up, jump the route. Uh, if the ball was caught by Haysprings, Springs, would have been right at that first down marker, but instead Lance Lieb, uh, comes, Lane Lieb comes through and makes a big play and smartly runs out of bounds to avoid the strip or the turnover. And now um, Will Hill up four, 2.15 left on the clock, um, sitting in a really good position here for a D6 state championship.
2: They're going to be first in goal from the six yard line. First down, goal. How good. Gruel in shotgun we will just hand the ball off to the All-Stater Jenkins, runs through one tackler. He's got a bunch out in front of him, lowers the shoulder, and he might get back to that line of scrimmage, second and goal, two minutes to go in the ballgame.
11: Now, this is a point in the game where if you're Jenkins, you're not trying to extend plays, you're not trying to um, dive forward. You've got two arms over that football, and you're doing whatever you can to just run clock off. Um, You want to try to score, but... It's not necessary at this point in the game.
2: And we do have an injured hawk on in the middle of the field. Hard to see exactly who that is over there. A couple of different trainers coming out to take a look at him. So we're going to step away really quick as we have a family physical therapy and sports center injury here. We're going to step away for 30 seconds. On Power 99, it's Wilcox Hildreth leading 44-40 to in the D6 final.
6: Have you ever seen a rusty fish?
2: It was Jarrett Peeper, a little bit shook up, but he's going to walk over to the near side, uh, over to the sideline on his own power. He looks just fine. Should get back out there in a couple of plays. As it stands, though, second and goal from the six yard line for Wilcox Hillsworth, Four point lead, two minutes to go in the ball game. They're going to take as much time off the clock as they possibly can, because they know, obviously, they can't pick up any first downs. There's only so much time they can burn. But if they do get into that end zone. We're gonna to have to see Hay Springs
11: score pretty quickly, yeah, love to get Jenkins going here. Uh, these situations go to your All-Stater.
2: And they pitch it back to Jenkins, rolling to the near side. He's going to run through a couple of different tacklers. Arm-tackled at the three, diving towards the pylon. A five-points bank touchdown for A.J. Jenkins. A minute 30 to go in the ballgame, and that might be the first state championship coming home
11: for the Falcons. It's sure going to give them a good chance here. Up 10, the opportunity to go up 12. Jenkins made a play there. Uh, just followed his blockers there on a, you know, a straight dive, basically. And Jenkins... Uh, over 40 touchdowns on the ground this year has added to that total tonight. He's been all over the place, um, running the ball, throwing the ball, and on defense that time puts his team into place for a state championship.
2: Gruel kicks the extra point. It's going to be up, and it's going to be good. A minute and a half to go in the ballgame following the five-points bank touchdown. It's Wilcox Tildreth, 52. Hey, Springs 40 here on Power 99.
12: Reel it in and wrap up your year with a new Larson Fishing Boat from Buzz's Marine. Now through December 15th, take advantage of three dollars and $4,000 rebates. Larson Fishing Boats fulfill every fishing requirement when you need it and provide family fun on the water when you don't. With smart storage, serious capacity, and plenty of room for the family, don't miss out on this great deal on your next Larson Fishing Boat and ask about a free trailerable ratchet cover. View the inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or visit on South Central Avenue in Kearney today.
2: A minute and a half to go in the D6 final. It's the first NSAA six-man championship since 1998. Wilcox Hildreth in the driver's seat with that 12-point lead. Hay Springs, though, started out the game, scored twice in a minute three. So it is definitely not over here at Foster Field.
11: Yeah. And they've got a, a few onside kicks to go their way and, and get them back. So if Hayes Springs can put one on the board quickly here, they've got a chance to get the ball back. This one is far from over. 12-point game with a minute 30 on the clock.
2: That last five points being touchdown, was the first in nearly eight and a half minutes, something we didn't expect through the first half. Very high kick, going to take a bounce at the 25-yard line, now picked up. By running hawk running to the far side flag comes in though on the end of it as he gets it out to the 34.
11: Hard to see what that one was because there was really nobody in the area. Yeah, I didn't catch what happened. Usually that's a hold or a block in the back, which would bring them back considerably. You know, a 10 yard loss there, uh, but you still got first and 15.
2: And exactly, they did have it out near the 25 or out near the 35. Now going to be backed up. So you already have to get down. You have to score quickly. It's a two-score game, minute and a half to go in the ballgame. So losing those 10 yards, that is precious seconds, even if you do run it in on the the first player very quickly here. First and 15 from their own 22 are the Hawks, twins, to the near side, including Running Hawk on the outside. Two linemen in, Planansky in shotgun, Reed standing behind him. Ball pitched back to Reed. Now going to be a reverse going to the far side with Running Hawk. He's got a little bit of room. Picks up a block. He's out past the 30 and gets pushed out of bounds shy of midfield.
11: Now I don't know if they called him out of bounds or not, but it is a first down. The clock will stop. You need to get set quickly. Uh, I think they called him inbound, so I think the clock's going to run.
2: Hawks are quickly up to that line of scrimmage, so if that clock runs, it's not going to run very much. Again, Running Hawk on this near side in Twins. Two down linemen for the Hawks. Ball pitch back to Reed. He's got a little bit of pressure in the backfield. Stiff arms one guy. Now he's going to run past midfield and pass the 35. Tries to get out of bounds. He stopped inbounds. Clock ticking with a minute to go. He's very much shy of that first down. 54-53. And now we're going to go ahead and get an EN or get a timeout here brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994 located where you need us specializing in you we're going to keep it right here the rest of the way 53 seconds to go in the ball game Hay Springs burns a timeout that's the second timeout they've used in this half because they used one earlier that could come back to hurt them as we talked about in the third quarter
11: it looks like they're trying to stretch out Trent Reed's leg down there on the sideline. Um, you hate that because he's an All-State kid, and you're in a you're in a pivotal moment in a state championship game. Uh, 53 seconds left. He's going to have to come out for at least one play here. And
2: it looks like they didn't use a timeout there with the officials' timeout. That stopped the clock, so stu- still two timeouts to go for Hay Springs, trailing by 12. 53 seconds to go in the ball game. 33 yards away from the end zone. Now that they're going to wind the clock. It's ticking. 50 seconds to go in the ball game. Your all or Trent Reed on the sideline. Gotta go quickly. They've already burned about 10 seconds getting the snap off. It's pitched back now to Plananski. Everyone's going to the end zone. He airs it out to Bryce Running Hawk and it goes right through his hands. Bumped a little bit. They're gonna say incomplete pass. At least it stops the clock. But just to run that play, they ran off almost 20 seconds.
11: Yeah, if you're not gonna you had plenty of time to draw up your play, you've gotta you've gotta get set and snap that ball as fast as you can, and then it looked like Planansky had plenty of running room there but he he opted to throw the ball down the field. It did stop the clock but I think he could have easily gotten that first down and and really saved a lot of time. Trent Reed back on on the field. He's behind Plananski. DeCost
2: standing up short as well. Going to be pitched back to Reed. He's dancing around in the backfield. He'll air it out to the end zone again going to running hawk too tall. 29 seconds to go in the ball game. And now we've got ourselves standing at midfield, a fourth down.
11: You know, with two timeouts here, it's fourth and seven. You don't need to score here. There's 29 seconds, but um, your, main, your main purpose here is just get a first down. You have plenty of time. You've got the two timeouts. Um, and then after you get this first down, yeah, you're looking to score quickly. Try to save as much time as you can.
2: Getting the call from the huddle. Now they're going to go up and just have the center in the middle. That's Jonathan Tooth. Single receiver, this side, single receiver, far side, far side receiver goes early. So they've already dug themselves a hole with 30 seconds to go in the ball game. Going to back themselves up five.
11: Yeah, five more yards. Uh, just, you know, state championship moment there. The receiver just wanted to get going a little early, and uh, they're going to call the false start on that. Fairly obvious there. Um, and now you're 4th and 12. you got to throw the ball here. Uh, Bryce Running Hawk, he's a kid that they're going to go to here.
2: From the 38-yard line, ball snapped to Plananski, gets it back to Reed. He's looking deep. They're going to air this one out. He's trying to find someone downfield. The ball is tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it'll be knocked down. Clayton Nichols forcing the turnover on downs. Wilcox Hildreth with 20 seconds to go. The ball, 12-point lead, and they're going to be your D6 champions.
11: Yeah, they're going to come out, they get to run the championship formation and just take a knee, and that should end the ball game. What a game by both of these teams, and what an effort there on that last pass play to bat the ball down um, at the line of scrimmage. Great job by the defensive lineman there for Wilcox Hildreth, and now with 20 seconds left, they can just end it here with a knee. Who got the touchdown
2: on the tip drill to give him the lead? Clayton Nichols. Who knocked it down to force the turnover on downs? Clayton Nichols. And we're going to get an ENT Physicians of Carney timeout. We'll step away for 30 seconds, only 20 seconds to go before this ballgame is wrapped up in the D6 final here on Power
5: 99. <laughs>
2: 20 seconds to go in the ball game. Wilcox-Hildreth with a 12-point lead and the ball. Only one timeout remaining in the ballgame for Hay Springs. Ball is snapped back, and it'll be knelt on, and that's going to do it here from Foster Field. Wilcox-Hildreth, as Wilcox, no state champions. As Hildreth, no state champions. Wilcox-Hildreth together. A couple of playoff berths in the mid-2000s, no state playoff wins. But here, in the first time that we've got a six-man championship under the NSAA in 20 years, Wilcox-Hildreth Falcons, your 2018 D6 state
11: champions. Wow, that's that's great for a local team to step up in a big-time moment and get the win. You know, we talked earlier about how some people were maybe saying that Harvard and Wilcox-Hildreth, that was the state championship game. Well, hay springs came out and proved that's not true what a heck of a game by them Uh, it really hurts to lose these to get a runner up but it's something they'll remember forever so they can't hang their head they played their hearts out they left it all on the field both teams did Um, congratulations to both of these teams
2: and the celebration is on for the falcons and their fans from Wilcox-Hildreth, well-attended game here at Foster Field. Make sure you stick around for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We're going to break down how this game went as the medal ceremony is about to get underway. Also going to give you statistics from the first six-man state championship under the NSAA since 1998. Your D6 champions, Wilcox-Hildreth. Plenty more coming up as the Falcons get a 52-40 victory here in the D6 final on Power99 and RiverPreps.com. Welcome into the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Medal ceremony is going on for your D6 runner up from Hay Springs. The top seed coming into the playoffs in those powerpoints, and they fall today, fifty-two to forty, to your D6 champions, Wilcox, Hildreth, and Trent. Let's just get uh, some final impressions there. We knew it was going to be a lot of Trent Reed. Uh, obviously, Bryce Running Hawk played extremely well through that first half, kind of neutralized in the second half. But really, AJ Jenkins for the for for the Falcons is everything he was built to be.
11: Yeah, he's a tremendous player. Um, it's not going to show up on the stat sheet so much, but. The amount of times he had to scramble and keep a play alive in the backfield and run clear across the field and dive and make the extra effort on a lot of these plays uh, really stood out to me and um, really impressed with the effort that both of these teams played with. But just the skill of A.J. Jenkins and Trent Reed, those guys, uh, for sure, all staters and six-man um, just really impressed with those two guys.
2: Now, we haven't had a chance to see a whole lot of uh, six-man games, but going through there, we saw that Hay Springs, throughout their schedule, really wasn't challenged. Didn't have a whole lot of games come down to the very end, but they were playing with a ton of fight towards the end. These playoffs and the schedule really set up well to help Wilcox Hildreth because going through in the quarterfinals, They had to come back against McCool Junction and edge out a 12-point win. Last week against Harvard had a back-and-forth game, edged out a 13-point win, and then today for the D6 final, edge out a 12-point win. Still totaling up some of those stats, and we'll give you a wrap-up as we continue along with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show here from Foster Field on Power 99.
13: Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development: roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized, NutriPac and Endzone from Ag Explorer. 308-468-6206.
8: Being Tougher Together isn't just words to the Aurora Cooperative team. It's what we believe and what we do to help our owners. It's being here at the end of the turn row when you need us, anytime and every time. As part of our Tougher Together commitment, we're excited to announce a new incentive that new and old customers can take advantage of this fall. It's called our Fall Turn Row Incentive Program. Contact your local Aurora Cooperative yield expert to learn the details on how you can earn these additional turn row incentives for your farm. Tougher Together, Aurora and you.
14: us specializing in you
2: continuing along on the new s sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show the runner-up trophy and medals have been given picture being taken and now wilcox hildreth the d6 champions set to receive their medals and trophy on that far side of foster field really quickly though trent ockingay has done a whole bunch of statistics over here what do you have for the ball game
11: we'll start with the runner-up for d6 hay springs passing wise baden planansky Panaski, 2 for 9, 11 yards, 2 touchdowns. Trent Reed, 2 for 7, 74 yards. And a touchdown rushing-wise. Trent Reed, 28 carries, 229 yards, 3 touchdowns. Jarrett Pieper, 13 carries, 60 yards. Bryce Running Hawk, 2 carries for 36 yards. And Baden-Planaski, 2 carries for minus 13 yards. Uh, Hayes-Springs, Racked up 382 yards of total offense. Actually won the yardage battle on 61 plays. Um, We look at the state champions, Wilcox Hildreth, passing. It was Sidney Gruel, 3 for 4, 25 yards. A.J. Jenkins, 6 for 11, 87 yards, 2 touchdowns. And on the ground, 26 carries, 203 yards, four touchdowns, also added a touchdown on a pick six in the first half. And Sydney Gruel, two carries, four yards. And Wilcox Hildreth, 315 yards on 46 place.
2: Well, at halftime, we broke down how that first half went as it got out to a 34-30. to 30, It was um, Hay Springs leading, so let's go through. How the second half went and give you a wrap-up there. This sports wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau, in Kearney. Starting out, it was Wilcox Hilders jumping out with a jumping out to the lead to retake it with an AJ Jenkins seven-yard touchdown run. This was on fourth and goal. It was his second time running it in for 6 on a fourth and goal they would get a 38 to 34 lead but then Hay Springs would come back after a 3 minute drive Trent Reed himself would run in from 3 yards out for a touchdown run take the lead 40 to 38 and then Wilcox Hildreth would have a turnover on downs on the Hay Springs 36 Hay Springs themselves would have a turnover on downs on the Wilcox Hildreth 31 so teams going back and forth defense was the name of the game in this third or in the second half to start the fourth quarter Wilcox-Hildreth on 4th and 11, it was A.J. Jenkins running around all over, throws the ball downfield, it's tipped through one of his receiver's hands, and then standing all alone, making the grab. Clayton Nichols, and he took it in from 29 yards out to give Wilcox-Hildreth the lead. A couple of fumbles going back and forth for both teams. Eventually, uh, uh, Braden Plananski would get an interception on his own 28. Hay Springs with a chance. Then it was Lane Leave getting an interception himself. A penalty took him all the way down to the 6-yard line. Wilcox-Hildreth's own A.J. Jenkins would punch it in from 6 yards out to give him that 52-40 to 40 lead. All kinds of late, uh, late help trying to come in for the Hawks of Hay Springs. Just wasn't enough today as they had ended with 20 seconds to go a turnover and downs on their own. 38-yard line victory formation the rest of the way out for wilcox hildreth to capture their first ever football state championship and the six-man championship here in 2018 aj jenkins seven touchdowns on the day Passing rushing pick six also had a fumble recovery in there So that's your that's your final there 52 to 40 wilcox hildreth picking up the d6 championship here at foster field trent Let's wrap things up. Final thoughts here from this D6 final as we get set to
11: cover all seven state championships. You know, Hay Springs came out. They got the 12 point lead early, and Wilcox Hildreth did a nice job of, of bouncing back and answering. And then just throughout the game, just back and forth punches. Um, a lot of it's a heavyweight game be- between two really good football teams. And in the end, it was just um, A.J. Jenkins and these Wilcox Hildreth Falcons. Um, they made less mistakes tonight. They converted more on short yardage situations and capitalized on turnovers. And they caught some they caught some breaks. If you played this game ten times, uh, you know, I'm not sure who would win more times. But tonight, it doesn't matter. Wilcox-Hildreth is your state champions.
2: It's a perfect season for the Falcons, taking a championship trophy back to Wilcox-Hildreth. The Falcons, 12-0 on the season. Hay Springs ends as the runner-up at 11-1. Wilcox-Hildreth undefeated in your first six-man champions under the NSAA since 1998. Congratulations to Hay Springs on their season as well. To Wilcox-Hildreth and championship coach Josh Borm, you've heard it all right here on Power 99 and Platte River Preps. Again, we'll have all six other championship games on ESPN Tri-Cities and always on platteriverpreps.com. Your final, Wilcox-Hildreth, 52, Hay Springs, 40. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. For our producer-engineer Christopher Langan, good night from Foster Field.
6: If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Ford in Aurora says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Ford in Aurora are greeting more and more folks by their name. It's called Friendly Freezing. Friesen Ford. Aurora. seating has been a platte river radio classic hits power 99 sports production brought to you by platte river preps to download this podcast or any of our podcasts visit platte
5: our full name is kkpr carney hastings grand island but you can call us classic hits power 99 98.9 fm